morning, everybody. Let's see if we are live. Let's see if we are live. Let me know if we're live. I have a, another more thought out stream for you guys today. It's going to be about uh, forgiveness and punishment. And I also have a really cool video of a star. Yay is a comedian. One of my predictions uh, came true. And uh, we're going to analyze... Of course, we're going to do some Jew talk. I know that uh, I've been trying to move on to more productive concepts, but things just fall into my lap, and uh, it's all related to what we're talking about. So we're going to analyze Leonard Cohen's description of what a Jew is and why I will make an argument that America should save its Jews. <laughs> How does that sound? We're going to talk about uh, biblical passages about forgiveness, why it's important, but also how to not be a cuck about it. Because I know, I know the feeling of like, yeah, but they'll do it again. They don't blah, 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 blah. I get it. Trust me. I get it. I'm, I'm the guy that would have no problem with stonings. There's certain, uh, we're going to address uh, Dwayne Wade, his wife's allegations, how snakes always eat themselves. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I, uh, I like to have some pre-written stuff now before some of the streams. Wouldn't want to miss this one. Yeah, it's all about forgiveness, but in a way that isn't coward, cowardliness. It's, uh, it's interesting. We have some super chat carryover from yesterday because stream ended quicker. Nice, Kyneton Bear. Kyneton Bear is here, everybody. Okay, before we get things, as people come in, hello, Crafty Grover. Again, we're going to talk about forgiveness. I'm going to make an argument why we should save our Fed and our Jews. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm going to show you the darkest elements of Kabbalism. Because I knew that this was going to be a, a topic that, that brings everything together because all the synchronicities, as usual, are nuts. Like Brisket Bear this morning sent me a 10-page email defending the Talmud. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about it today. And, uh, and what forgiveness actually means. But first off, I'm going to show you guys some funny stuff because it's all, it's all about the combination. Here is a sketch that I relate to, and I know the artist formerly known as Kanye West probably relates to as well. It says, bringing your hood friends to church for the first time. This is me in every aspect of my life. Exactly why we say God is good all the time. That's right. Fuck the devil. Yeah, that's right. If I ever see the devil in the streets, I'm slapping the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. You need to leave. What'd I say? I thought we wasn't cool with him. I thought we don't like him. What I said wrong. What did I do? Why I gotta leave? That's exactly. You guys wanna watch it again? I'm just reading something real quick. Yeah, it's all, dude, a lot of people write to me that they relate to the forgiveness topic. All right, let's just watch that one more time. This is me all the time. Like I overcommit. I'm like, oh, okay, the crew gets it. Everyone's getting it. And then I go hard in the paint and people pretend like I'm the bad guy. It's like, oh, so we don't hate the devil? We're, like, what the fuck? Watch this. Exactly why we say God is good all the time. That's right. The devil. Right. Dump my balls in the yeah, devil. Right. If I ever see the devil in the streets, I'm slapping the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. You need to leave. 
thought we don't like it. What I said wrong. What did I do? Why I gotta leave? And that's exactly. <laughs> I thought we wasn't cool with him. And they're like, yeah, but we don't. We. Okay, Kanye West, I believe, is more of a comedian than a rapper or a political figure, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. He's got natural comedic timing that you can't teach. I'm just going to play this one real quick. This is perfect comedic timing. Perfect. You can't teach this. This is better than any comedian on Netflix. It's 21 seconds, and it's perfect timing. Got the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor and what hospital and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> That's so good. That timing's amazing. He always said he loves to hang out with comics. Yeah, watch this. Watch this timing. Watch this. He kind of made Aziz Ansari famous. That's funny. Aziz Ansari sucks, though. The red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Okay, so um, just so you know that I know about the evils of the Jays and all that, I'm going to show you some pretty horrifically honest interviews with Leonard Cohen, whose uh, grandfather started the Canadian Congress of Jews, yada, yada. He's undeniably a quote-unquote Jew, but what does that even mean? And then I'm going to make an argument for why I think we should save our Jews. Because the next... People always think that it can't get worse. They're always like, oh, and the Fed. Audit the Fed. Oh, the Fed. Central banking sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Is it American central banking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could it possibly get worse? Is it possibly going to get worse if you don't offer forgiveness? And, and uh, trust me, I understand... I understand. Well, before we get into forgiveness, let me just tell you a little story here. So here is an a situation of where I believe uh, punishment would be fine. So here's Dwayne Wade. And I've been talking about these type of people for a long time. But see, when you have the home front uh, breaks and crumbles, you're going and, and, uh, to get your wife or husband to... to uh, you know, to tell everybody what actually is going on. There are no trans children. It's not real. Everyone knows it's not real. And it says, Dwayne Wade's ex-wife accuses him of exploiting and pressuring their daughter, Zaya's gender change for financial gain. That's not a daughter. That's the son. And so the wife is now admitting that Dwayne Wade did it for, okay, it doesn't get worse than that. I mean, it gets worse. Everything can get worse. Everyone gets it. <laughs> but let me just explain uh, where I'm at when it comes to punishment. So you know that I'm not a cuck, that everything we're talking about today when it comes to forgiveness is about your internal state and your relationship with God. Okay. Uh, here is from Matthew. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble... 
It would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around the neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Okay, so the Bible isn't just about forgiveness. It's also about the punishment of the wicked, but it's how you punish the wicked. Okay, so let me just give you a little backstory about me and where I'm coming from. This is one of those streams that feel free to share with people. I will attempt to not swear as much as normally. I know I already have sworn, but this is, I think, going to be a good cultural uh, video that you guys can feel free to share. Okay, uh, farmers are people that you should probably watch out for. And I'll tell you why. Because farmers understand nature and the natural cycle very well, and farmers deal with death. All right. So a lot of people on the internet like to sit around and talk about all the uh, disturbing things they want to do to pedophiles and how they're going to, you know, torture them and kill them and all that. And I guarantee, I guarantee they would have no, they, if you actually put them in a position where they were legally allowed to execute a pedophile, they wouldn't be able to do it because of the stenches, the crying, the shitting, the pleading, the, the, when you're not used to death, it's a huge, huge um, thing. Farmers aren't like that. Like, let me tell you what I'm facing right now. I have 70 chickens that have been laying for us for five years, and now they don't uh, lay anymore because they're getting a little old. And some of these I've named, I've raised them since they were uh, chicks, and uh, I'm going to have to kill them and, uh, you know, take out their insides, take out their feathers, yada, yada, because our family eats chicken. And it's not easy. It's not. But I do it. Okay, these are chickens that have fed my family, that I love watching, that have a pure innocence about them, that I've named some of them, like one of them I've named Miss Nosy and then Princess Hiccup and all this stuff. But it's not reasonable and it's not natural and it's not farming to say we're now just going to have 70 pet chickens for the next three years eating away at our grain. You understand? So I'm capable of putting animals that I like on a block and chopping their heads off. Let me tell you about Dwayne Wade. And I'm going to make sure that I word this properly on the internet. So Dwayne Wade, if this is true, and I was given, if I, let's just say hypothetically I was a king or a general or a governor or whatever the, the legal title would be where this was my job. And I was given evidence, not just from the media, not from liars, but evidence that Dwayne Wade had dressed up his son as a girl, convinced him he was a girl, gave him hormone shots, uh, paraded him around as a girl publicly, and, um, you know, all that stuff. I, guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm not a LARPer, okay? I would have no problem whatsoever if we were legally permitted to, in a very moral society, to act out biblical punishments. My heart rate wouldn't raise at all to end the life of a predator and child destroyer. So just know that that's where I'm coming from. Like a lot, most people on the internet, they're, they're not comfortable with death. They're not comfortable with killing. They're not comfortable with punishment. 
And so I am. Okay, that's not, I'm not threatening anybody. I'm not saying I would, I'm going to do that to anybody because it's not legal. I also believe in Romans 13 about following the laws of Caesar and whatnot. Um, and that's not the legal punishment right now in my nation. But just know that I absolutely could and I wouldn't feel bad about it at all. I would feel worse about killing Princess Hiccup because she can no longer lay eggs. So just so you know that, because I'm about to talk about forgiveness. And before we get into that, let me show you a little video from 20 months ago where I predicted that uh, the exact scenario we're in right now is happening. And, and just understand that, that almost no one was predicting this at the time. Not trying to toot my horn, I'm just trying to lay this out before I, I make a you know, before I talk about uh, forgiveness and, and all that good stuff, that I've been thinking about this for almost two years. Okay, so where is it? Um, okay, well, actually, before I get into that, let me uh, tell you guys how this is going. So Bertaria Ozark Campground celebrates 460 donors, and we have raised $240,000. Let me read what I uh, wrote here with a friend. As, just as a comedian, I hate taking credit when I don't fully write something. All right, so this is what it says. We are doing great and have some updates for everyone. We have raised 240000 from 460 donors. We are lined up to close on the first parcel of 33 acres. Coincidental, I'm not an Illuminati. A hunting cabin and a barn on November 15th. If you donated $400 or more, you should be expecting an email this weekend from Bertaria Ozark's camps, campground. If you want to receive this email this weekend, try to get your donations in this week. If you donate after today, um, after Friday, you will still get the email, but it may take a couple of months. An email is going out to everyone that donated 400 or more, and another email for the different tiers of rewards, 1,000 plus, etc. We are making the decision if we should start on the 24-foot spec dome this year or wait until next year, based on budgetary concerns. Next year, we will have to decide if we can start construction without jeopardizing the purchase and lease obligations. We are on an awesome track to buy this property and we can fulfill on all promises. We just have to be wise with building expenses because I still have to pay taxes, by the way. Well, we prioritize buying and leasing the property. Thanks for everyone that is supporting on this project. It's the biggest endeavor we have taken on. If it was just money, I wouldn't care so much, but every donation is someone's trust. I've been feeling the weight of its responsibility, but I need to remember that those donating are doing it for the same reason I am doing it. We have the same intentions. I take this responsibility very seriously with full commitment, and it's not just because of the confidence in myself. It's because of the confidence in this community. High stakes comes with high trust. We won't let each other down. If you want to be one of the legends that makes culture, builds the future, and puts a stamp of goodness on this world, Consider donating and joining us in building a kingdom for our children. BertariaCampgrounds.com Okay, now let's talk about forgiveness and how to forgive without being a cuck. Um, here is my prediction from 3-17-2021. I can totally see this whole script flipping because what if... They're trying, this, I know, but dude, these things happen. It's just a lot of people don't see them in real time, so they don't understand this. 
What if the script is intentionally trying to bring down the people who've received the vaccine and make them a slave class? Oh, how dare you? That's not it. They want to make everybody medical tyranny. I can see so much pride swelling in the anti-vax community. I'm anti-vaccine. That's not going anywhere. The anti-vax movement is not going anywhere. And the more that's revealed about what's in the vaccine and how it's genetic modifying and there's aborted fetal cells and mercury and all this shit, um, there are people bragging about how they've been vaxxed twice. Right. So what if, and I'm uh, guys, this could totally not be what happens. Maybe they do just want to be able to penetrate your epidermis. Maybe it's like a grabber thing. I don't know. The spiritually weak, totally. The people that get the vax, what if that's the group they're trying to get to become slaves? Uh, and then there's going to be a swelling. This is what you should watch out for. As an anti-vax guy, I know a lot of you guys are, a lot of truth community, Watch out for the swelling of pride and then the condemnation of your fellow man in this, in this time. There's a really good chance that you're about to get a lot of power. You know, to get a shot that was rushed, that doesn't even claim to be effective, where the media clearly is showing you all the side effects, when you, don't, when you can't name a single person to die of COVID-19 uh, outside of the obese or lies, it's like that means you're dumb. And so the, the, the farmers of man are not stupid. They're not stupid people. Yeah, they want to keep you weak and they want to call and they're capable of doing heinous, immoral acts to keep your attention and to keep you distracted. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm a truther. I get it. That being said, they're killing off the elderly, infirm, and low-income pops. Right, but when it becomes more and more obvious that the vaccine is unhealthy, people are, you know, they're, they're almost amping up vaccine deaths in a weird way. I, I could see people that refuse the vaccine to swell with pride and be like, I won't be around someone who's been jabbed and you spit at them. Don't do that because condemning your fellow man is one of Satan's number one agendas. Okay, so that obviously aged like fine wine. And, uh, and I'm seeing that. But we're going to talk about, because yesterday Leatherhand's Bear's letter was very impactful for me. The vast majority of people that took the vaccine were not these, um, these psychopaths that were telling us all that we should be in camps and it's good that we died and all that bullshit, right? I think the media is actually amping up that on social media to make us view all the vaccinated as psychotic. I'm not... Um, the, the reason I'm talking about forgiveness today is not about, is not about the people that, that, you know, let try, intentionally led us astray to commit a genocide. And those people do exist and, uh, they have names and you can look it up and figure all that out for yourself if you want to. But a lot of people did it because they were worn down. And those people right now are in a lot of pain and they're, and I get that pain can be corrective. I'm not anti-pain. Um, the Baxter scared now, hence the calls for amnesty, mercy, hard not to swell with pride knowing you didn't fall for it. Right. But that's why we're going to talk about forgiveness. Okay. So first off, let's take a look at a few of these. Uh, and then I'm going to talk about what the modern quote unquote Jew is. I'll show you some quotes that are very damning, but Okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I, I have some scenes that I think can sum up the nature of evil very well. And for those of you that have seen Game of Thrones, 
um, it's the faceless men. The faceless man who always speaks in the third person and can put on any face they want and communicates with coins over thousands of years to bring about demonic enterprises. That's it, you know? Right now they're calling themselves the Jews. But, you know, why, they could amplify any group like that. They could do the Quakers. They could do the Christian scientists. They could do all kinds of shit. That what happens is these demonic um, groups, you know, people call them Sabbateans and Frankists and all that stuff. I'm going to show you quotes from Leonard Cohen, a famous singer who's widely considered Jewish that's going to blow your mind about Kabbalism and how they're, they have to fix the face of God and all this like crazy shit. Because we're going to look at this head on. We're not going to look at this from the normal Judeo-Christian, churchian, bullshit, fear-based, greed-based nonsense. Uh, faceless men also want you to forget your family and your people. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we'll get into this. And I'll also make an argument why our, nat our Jews are important. Because the next stage, what the UN and the IMF has in mind, is worse. And we're going, yeah, Sab Sabbatean Frankism, yeah. And so evil will just take the face of a new brand. And then when they're caught in the Tower of Babel Falls, like it always does, evil does not work. That which is deceptive will always fail. Lies will always be revealed. Always in nature, in God's kingdom. That's a fact. I look at it every day. And, and, and once that happens, they burn their face, they burn their, their brand, and they just go to the next one. So until you can identify the behavior, until you can identify the rhetoric, the crimes, the actions, you have no shot. And that's why the Jews right now is a PSYOP. And guys, I'm always ahead of these things. One of the reasons I, pl I played that clip is 20 months ago, no one saw that coming. Every anti-vaxxer thought that they were going to be rounded up and put in a camp. And every fucking anti-vaxxer was like, they're never going to stop. Tyranny, tyranny, tyranny. And I, and I said, no, watch for the flip of the script. Same thing's happening with feminism. And now the false alpha Andrew Tate masculinity that's coming out, the same thing will happen again. And they'll be left alone. They'll be left miserable. And no one's there to help them because Satan always throws his greatest supporters to the wolves. And he laughs when he does it. And so the reason I played that is not because I want more credit. It's actually, no, it is. I want credit from you guys that I know that I know what I'm talking about. It's to establish credibility. I like my Jews. They're the only dojo owners I know who actually earn a living teaching martial arts. Yeah, and I'm going to make an argument even for our central bankers, which is insane. I know. I get it. I've been talking about the money system and how fucked up the fiat system is and all that. But we're going to talk about what could possibly come. I was just listening to a really, really good, um, a really, really good stream that I want to recommend where I got some information from. It's the Roundtable 33 with Alex Craner and Tom Luongo that Gonzalo Lira just posted. And they brought up a lot of these things about the current cracks and infighting amongst the high table of the grabbers. Satan sacrificing his minions when the jig is up. It happens over and over and over and over and over again. And yes, right now, the greatest group of evil people in the world 
are currently calling themselves the Jews. Are they Jews? The Bible says it's those that just call themselves Jews, the synagogue of Satan. And does that happen in history? Does the faceless man adopt the brand, bring, you know, bring the scapegoats out, have them slaughtered, take off the mask and put on another mask? Right? This, this, this stream isn't for an agenda. It's not. It's just to help empower you guys. If anybody chooses to listen to me, and um, God forbid they freaking send me mail. I had no mail this morning, and I've learned to forgive. Dandy is better off with you stealing her milk than in the woods on her own. Yes, Bowler Bear, that is true. But I'm going to make an argument that it's not even about being in the woods on your own, because I'm, I'm willing to do that. Like, if they do do this globalist central bank, one world central bank digital currency where you're allowed 100 grams of insect protein a week and you have to, you know, put six shots into your kid a year and everybody has to pose naked for their slop. Because um, it can get real bad. If they have full surveillance and full financial control with no competition, you know, that's, I would go, I would literally use barter, uh, I'd be off the grid. I would be, and so, yeah, if I was Dandy, no, but the argument is, the argument is, is Dandy better off with me or a place that's going to slaughter her for meat? And that's what we're facing because the wilderness is always an option, you know? And if Dandy wants the wilderness right now, when all I'm doing is milk, I think that's a bad idea. But if Dandy wants the wilderness when I want to eat her, that's, that's a different call because the next layer of gravel wants the world population of 500 million. How do you think they're going to get there, guys? Mass starvation, vaccines. We're going to get a little dark today because we can't have an honest conversation about forgiveness unless we, we address um, what we're forgiving and what it, is, um, what it is inside of us. Okay, so this is a pre-written little thing here. Forgiveness is to let go of resentment. It's actually not about anything besides internal emotion. It's not about not punishing the, the evil. It's about letting go of resentment. Letting go of resentment, anger, and more is always a good thing. It is a powerful position. If power over yourself and power over those that would want to manipulate these emotions. To hold anger and resentment for someone or something is weak. It means that you have an open door for those to influence your emotions and state of being. If you know they are misguided, liars, whatever, why give them the power over your state of being? Holding resentment and anger for others but expecting forgiveness from God is hypocritical. That's a big point right there, guys. Everything we have is from God. We can't count the blessings. He asks very little of us, and it's for our own, it's for our own benefit and guidance. We do things against God all the time and don't even know the extent of how detrimental it might be. We may not have the intentions to fight God, but so much of what we do doesn't point to creating God's kingdom and may even fight against it without realizing it. Luke 23, 34, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots as Christ was dying on the cross for us, he showed the importance of forgiveness even towards our worst enemies. Um, all right, now we're going to look at a few Bible passages. And bear in mind, I just talked about how I personally would feel honored 
if our society legalized the execution of people that have um, distorted the, you know, distorted their children for financial gain. Not only could I deliver justice, it would be an honor for me. And I know this because my farming has allowed me to be very comfortable with the life cycle and the death cycle. So just know that I'm not a LARPer. I'm not on the internet. Oh, what, what would I'm going to do to a pedophile? I'm going to, I'm going to, no, no, I, I could do it without my heart rate raising. And I swear to God. So just know that. And now we're going to talk about forgiveness and why it's so important. Okay. So here are, what is the, I already played that. Okay, here is some Bible verses. Colossians 3.13. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. You know, you you can't forgive, but you're expecting God to forgive you. Right? Here's Matthew. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. That's pretty hard to, to uh, and, and there's a difference between private and public as well. I want to talk about that because I was talking with Kyle, like privately, I believe that you owe no obligation to have anyone in your life. You owe no obligation to trust or believe anyone, do business with anyone, nothing. If someone doesn't express to you that they apologize, and they are sorry, and they admit, you know, um, the, the truth will set you free, right? You have to admit it. Uh, you have no obligation to forgive them in that sense, like in the, in the personal sense of forgiveness, but to forgive them spiritually and to not harbor resentment is a must. So don't think I'm saying that if someone wrongs you, you should pretend it never happened and keep them in your life. That's not what I'm saying at all. You know, you remember what they said to you with the mask and the vax and how you're not allowed to hold your grandkids or blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't forget that. And unless they've expressed, um, uh, actual forgiveness and they want to make it right, you don't have to have, there's different types of forgiveness. Like that level is like, Oh, then we're not cool, but don't hold for, but don't hold resentment. Don't like sit there waiting, rooting for their demise. Like they're the ones that did it to themselves. And this is important. Here's some more biblical verses. Isaiah says, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God for he will freely pardon. Right. And so then the argument is, well, they haven't turned to God. Right. That's on them. That's on them, not you. Jeremiah No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Right. So it's a personal responsibility that a person, that a a living man or woman asks forgiveness from God for their sins. And it's not up to us to judge them. But that doesn't mean that we live in a society without punishment of crimes. It doesn't mean that we live lives where if somebody, uh, you know, wronged you and they are not sorry about it, that you have to bring them back into your life. You don't at all. You owe them nothing. 
But when Jesus said, forgive your brother 70 times 70, that I believe, I don't think that the 491st time you're supposed to tell him to fuck off. The point is always forgive when they ask, like when they show uh, accountability, when they show that they know they're wrong, when they make it right. Um, and that, but that doesn't mean you have to let them in your life. It doesn't mean you allow them to drive your kid to school. That's not what it means because sometimes these things can be misperceived and, uh, the cuckery can really come out where everyone's like, Oh yeah, you know, he never said he's sorry, but I know he's sorry. No, 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 no. That's not what it is. Forgive, but don't forget. Right. It's about you. So, um, one of my Muslim friends, uh, texted me a hadith that, addresses this and it's a really good story and uh let me read it for you guys i didn't i don't have any buddhist insights into this because they're all sitting alone in a forest because they're a bunch of assholes um what if they doubled on instead well i'm not dude i i could stone someone okay that being said it's you harboring resentment and you not, uh, and you like harboring anger. And this is a battle that I face as well. Don't think that I'm saying this from a giant mountaintop, um, is, is the whole thing. Okay. So my friend wrote me this one time, the prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was sitting in the mosque with his companions. And he said, a man from paradise is going to walk through the door. They all looked and saw a man come in the mosque. They were analyzing his behavior, how he dresses, how he took his shoes off, etc. The next day, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said the same thing. A man from paradise is about to walk in the door. It was the same man. This happened for three days until one of his companions uh, had to know why him. He told the man he had an argument with his father and needed a place to stay. He wanted to watch this man and see what made him so special. It's a standard right for Muslims to house their brother for at least three days if needed. So for three days, he watched this man. After the third day, he seemed disappointed. The man from paradise said, what's wrong? He explained why he was really there and said, no offense, I have not seen anything special about you. You pray as much as us and fast like us. I don't see anything different. Why did the prophet give you this status? The man from paradise said, I don't know. You see what I do. This is what I do. The man seemed let down and began to walk away until the man from paradise said, wait, there's something else. Every night before I go to sleep, I make sure to let go of any anger or resentment towards anyone or anything. I make sure I go to sleep without holding any resentment. The companion said, that's it. That has to be it. This is so hard for us. We pray, we fast, we compete in righteous deeds and we do so much, but we have a hard time with this. We hold grudges and our hearts can get occupied with anger and resentment. Isn't that amazing? I, uh, I asked, I asked uh, Bertaria Times app if they had any comments about this because I like this more uh, organized approach to my streams. We'll see how long it can last. Um, all right, so the Luke that I, I just read. Honey Butter Biscuit Bear says, Forgiveness is setting a prisoner free and realizing you were the prisoner. It, oh, Bhagavad Gita, here we go. 
Alanis Bear says, if you want to see the brave, look at those who can forgive. If you want to see the heroic, look at those who can love in return for hatred. Krishna and the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, yeah. Here's the Colossians. All right. Bear with each other and forgive. What, yeah, I read that one. Your forg- this is from Charles 369. Your forgiveness is measured on how you forgive others according to the law enshrined on all our hearts. To have forgiveness, you must stand in grace. And to stand in grace is to do the will of the Creator. The will of the Father is personally received when you accept the way, the logos, the word of man that is Jesus and his kingdom. That's awesome. Watershape Bear says, uh, Good morning. Biggest two for me are forgiving my father and forgiving myself. That's my daily crux and part of working out my salvation. Thankfully, God gives me his grace to do it when I listen and obey, submitting my plans for his, the cross and self-denial. And then he quotes Matthew. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save... I hope that the people that don't like the, the, the religious stuff, because I know there's some people that, that are annoyed. This is more than just religion stuff. This has to do with surviving what we're going through right now. And this, these are the ancient lessons that have been given to us freely to think about and ponder. And even if you're not religious, just as a philosophy, you can, um, you can think about these things. Okay, so um, for whoever will save his life shall lose it, and whoever will lose his life for the sake, for my sake, shall find it. For what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Beautiful. Uh, William says, toxic family members are not entitled to forgiveness. I said, yeah, but that's what we're going over right now is the definition of forgiveness and the different uh, and what it really means. Seems mine take it for granted and the cycle of abuse continues. Right. But if you don't forgive them, that ensures the cycle of abuse continues. Uh, Recognize, reconcile and move on. Sometimes forgiveness is a bad thing, unfortunately. No, capitulation and... Um, I always forget codependence is not forgiveness saying that no matter what you do or how you act, I will still keep you in my life because I need you is not forgiveness. That's codependence. That's bad. That's not what we're discussing here. It's about the internal, your internal world of how you view those that you believe have wronged you for all of us have wronged God. And we all want forgiveness, right? So it turns a hypocrite in us if we can't move on from people who've made mistakes. And it does not mean you have to keep them in your life. All right. Um, When I have repented and follow all of God's instructions to receive forgiveness for a sin, and then I continue to dwell on it, I am sinning anew with my insistence on not letting go. Says Fruitful Bear. Um... You can forgive someone and cut them out of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus forgave those who attempted to murder him as it was happening. Uh, the B- Buddha compared holding on to anger to grasping a hot coal with the intent, intent of throwing it at someone else. You, of course, are the one who gets burned. Yeah, 
And bear in mind, this is coming from a guy who uses anger as a uh, artistic fuel. So I have to look into that. Like, this is important for me, and I'm not saying this again from someone who's mastered this. Come now, let us reason. This is Isaiah. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Hebrews 8.12 For I will be merciful toward their inequities, and I will remember their sins no more. Yeah, to move on. Just to move on, because I've been thinking a lot about that call for amnesty and what it means. Where it's about um, COVID amnesty. Do we forgive the way we treated each other? Yes, but that doesn't mean that you forget. It doesn't mean that criminals shouldn't be punished. And it doesn't mean that you have to keep these people in your life. It's about, do you think you were wronged? Is a question. The answer is no. There are no victims in this world. To be a victim is to deny God's plan. Oh yeah, but what about, I? trust me guys, I mean, Vox just sent me an email that was, uh, I, I could easily be a victim all the time. Easily. Vox just sent me a Daily Mail article. The Comedy Stealing Club, James Corden joins list stand-up accused pinching skits. And he said, virtually none of these are as obvious as Chappelle's ripoff of your LGBT joke. And I said, yeah, and there's at least 10 more blatant ripoffs. They can't reveal their golden goose in Idaho. I've had my life's work stolen and, uh, and profited on by people I consider satanic. And not only do they not give me credit, they call me names and try and ruin my name so that no one believes me when I call it out. I'm not a victim. That led to some of the most amazing experiences in my life because I accepted it. I accepted it. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to make fun of them and call them out and, and, and bear witness to the truth and all the fun stuff that we do every day. But internally, I don't care. So there's a place for forgiving people who aren't sorry because it's the only way to move on and not be a victim. Yes. Right now, we're sinning against God in ways we don't know and we're not currently sorry because we don't see it. That's a fact. And that's something to really think about. I mean, just having a different look at the cosmology of this world will give you uh, a tremendous amount of people will just abuse you for it. But they don't get to see that the stars look like angels, right? I hear all the time, just get a telescope and go look at the star planet or their stupid flat. Okay, so then you just go ahead and grab yourself a telescope and go look at the stars. Here's one right here. Okay. That's a star through a telescope. For those of you just listening, it looks like an angel with wings, literally. Now, I'm not claiming that's an angel, but the people that abuse us don't get to see the angels. So what, what, who's the victim? Who's the victim here? The people that, any idiot that thinks they can call us scum, stupid, crazy, schizophrenic, all that stuff because we don't believe that we're on a spinning ball in an infinite void and the closest star is trillions and trillions and trillions of miles away. And we know this because of liars, uh, former Nazis that came to America in Project Paper. Like, what? 
but we're not the victims. They're the victims. You know, in this scenario, they don't get to see the angels. And again, I'm not making a claim that stars are angels, but they only see nuclear infernos so far away that they can't imagine. We get to look up and see that for what it is. Okay? Go ahead and get a telescope. Go ahead and do look through the look through it. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of stuff like if you the planets look more solid in certain times, other times they look vibratory. Sometimes you can see little things going around Saturn or Jupiter. Sometimes it looks flat, sometimes it looks different. It, it, it's unbelievably interesting. Why I said did someone say space is fake and gay? Yeah, I hope you enjoy what I'm talking about right now, Weiss. But it's like, who's really the victim of the persecution of those who don't see the world through the eye of the mainstream? It's not us. We're not the victims. I don't know what stars are. I know what the Bible says, that, that they're, you know, a choir of angels or luminaries or uh, a timepiece. A light, the moon is a light to rule the night, you know. But it's a really interesting thing when you start thinking about who the victim really is. Now let's, since I am about to make a proposal that we should save our Jews, Weiss, you're going to enjoy this one, uh, because of the financial collapse I'm witnessing, they want, okay, okay, so we know central banking is a scam and the grabblers and Diamond and JP Morgan, right, we get it. The Federal Reserve is like up to tricks and their fiat currency but it's still ours. There's a federal reserve in America that's not federal or reserve. There's another level that they want to take it to where they get rid of national central banks. And they want to get it to a point where there's one central bank ruled by the IMF and the UN and old, old European faceless entities. We're going to get into the faceless men and all that stuff. Uh, who changed their, you know, that, that have been trying to take back America since we got our independence from the banks. We didn't fight against England. We fought against the city of London. This, the history of America is the history of banking. War of 1812, Civil War, First World War, Second World War, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq, all these things, Great Depression, you know, all of it. COVID-19, it's a... It's a history of banking and who is trying to get us back. Is it the Jews, right? Is, was Cecil Rhodes a Hebrew, <laughs> right? No, it's, it's the realm of evil. And right now, a lot of them call themselves Jews, and I'm not going to allow that to be a liability shield. You know, I'm not going to pretend that six million Beautiful, perfect people all got gassed to death because of one guy's insanity. Like, that's obviously bullshit. But that being said, let's take a look at what is coming next. And before we do that, let's take a look at um, the things that they claim to be proud of. The horrible things that they've done. And by they, I mean, you know, evil people claiming to be Jews. And we're going to look at uh, Leonard Cohen. There isn't anyone in this chat that would disagree that Leonard Cohen is a Canadian Jew. He's a Jew. He's a famous Jew. He's uh, got a bloodline. He's connected to blah, 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 blah. Now, let's just listen to his own words, and we'll think about how someone could forgive someone like this. 
All right, and I'm gonna do commentary on it. And then, and he looks exactly like Bob Dylan, Adam Sandler, all of them. All right, listen to this. One question I'm gonna ask you about your performance in Israel. You performed several times in Israel. Uh, was it especially moving for you as a Jewish man to perform in Israel? Well, there's a, a deep tribal aspect to my own nature. So uh, when I'm in contact with those deep resources, uh, of course, I feel a, a very special kind of nourishment. It is different uh, because it... Uh... Doesn't that look like the chef who hung himself? They all look the same. They all look very similar, dude. But so right now he's going to talk about his tribal commitment to Israel. And then we'll just keep, we'll keep going. As it's from very deep wells of affiliation. Well, my mother was Russian, but she was a Russian Jew, so she wasn't really Russian. Uh, wasn't really European, wasn't really North American. Okay, yeah. so you could quote that back and be kicked off Twitter. Okay, so understand that I understand the frustrations. The Jews, quote unquote, the Jews will tell you that they're not, the uh, identity is not the country they're in. This is the guy who sung Hallelujah. I heard there was a secret court. So this is a famous person. This isn't just some random guy or actor that 4chan comes up with so that everyone can squirt. Um, shapeshifters. Yeah, no, le legitimately shapeshifters. Not like literal, okay. Not literally shapeshifters. Identity-wise, they're shapeshifters. Yeah, Ari Shapir, uh, Shafir's newest special is just called Jew. And he looks just like these guys, and they have the same agenda. Just wait. Used to love Leonard Cohen. You can still like his music, but he's Kabbalistic, Sabbatian Frankist, despises God, wants to fulfill... Wait till you hear some of the shit he says. Loves terrorism, jealous of terrorists... You know, but the ability to forgive this will keep us from the next level of hell. It can get worse, guys. It can get a lot worse. You get the Jews you deserve. And right now, these are the Jews we deserve. But if we go another level, there's another plan in place. And I've seen the blueprints of it. And I think a lot of us have in the truth community. And they want us to get rid of our own central banks and our own national identity. Because America's all fucked, right? Civil war, goddamn trans kids, everyone hates each other. Let's just burn it to the ground, right? Come on, let's just burn No. No. Save our Jews. And, and let's look at the horrible shit that these people brag about. I was talking to a friend of mine who said that he thinks that some of the people of our time would have been preachers if they weren't artists in another time where that would have been the way to get your message across they would have been preachers do you see yourself sometimes that way sort of a well uh you know i was brought up to consider myself a descendant of the high priest a cohen uh and uh it was taken rather seriously in my family uh that we were direct descendants of Aaron, the high priest so there has been that that sense I've always been attracted to ceremony and to dealing with sacred material. Maybe that's in, in, in the in the blood. Uh, I did have some consuming vision. You know, I do have certain secret chambers of thought. You know, which involves uh, you know reestablishing a theocracy and being the high priest of a new invisible temple. 
and dominate the world with a Okay, so they, they're doing that, and they do see that. And so although I have a lot of, um, I'm friends with a lot of Jews, and I do not hold them to this standard. It's, you know, is Joe Biden an American? You know, the identity game that we're going to address with the faceless men is, is big. But th that's, they literally think they're part of a priest class. There's a group of them, and they think only through sin and, and hellish behavior can they fix God's broken face? Wait till you hear some of these quotes. And this isn't to get you angry. This is an exercise in forgiveness. And then I'll show how your own fate is tied to the fate of these scumbags. It's, it's in, dude, today's going to be an interesting one. And I, it's fine if you disagree with me, but I'm going to put this out because it's important to me. Vision. Any system you contrive without us will be brought down. Wait till you, okay, so wait till you see what his message is to blacks. We warned you before, and nothing that you built has stood. You have your drugs, you have your guns, you have your pyramids, your pentagons. With all your grass and bullets, you cannot hunt us anymore. All that we disclose of ourselves forever is this warning nothing that you built has stood any system you contrive without us will be brought down your gracious welcome but uh, warm as it is it will not deter me from my appointed task which is to take manhattan and then berlin Okay, so again, this is coming from a guy who is not allowed to do my job as a professional comedian and feed my family because of my jokes. They're, they're, it, this video is just getting started, all right? This is Leonard Cohen, who's faced absolutely no resistance whatsoever to the system. In fact, he's a mouthpiece of the system and what they want. And there is a they, but we're taught in the Bible about forgiveness and keeping your internal world without anger and without passion, like the, 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 the um, vengeance, because it will, it will backfire on you and yours. I know this world. And right now they are releasing quote unquote anti-Semitism into the world, the new scapegoat, in order to bring about the next layer of hell financially. The whole the whole history of America is fighting against the old banks of Europe. And they'll call themselves Jews. They'll call themselves anything that will get them into the... He's demonic. He's beyond demonic. Leonard Cohen might as well... All men have a choice. Satan can never make you do it. But this guy's as close to the demon realm as I can imagine. That's why I'm not going to sing Hallelujah anymore. It's a spell. I know it's a spell. This, wait till you hear what, what this dude is bragging about. Many other cities and do with them as I wish. They sentenced me to 20 years of boredom For trying to change the system I'm coming now, I'm coming to reward them. First, 
we take Manhattan. Then we take Berlin. Okay, real quick, we're about to start getting into some real talk here. This is the whole point about forg- forgiveness is uh, Ray Ray Bear says, and I cheered him on as a young woman not knowing better, right? Think about all the people that took the vaccine not knowing any better. Think about all the people that have sinned against God not knowing any better. And don't you feel like you should be forgiven, Ray Ray Bear, right? Or not should be forgiven, but don't you ask God for forgiveness? I know I do. So that's why it's the infect weak people like parasites. They're the weakest people in the world. And I wait till my thesis statement. I haven't delivered it yet. <laughs> All right, watch this. Manhattan, then we take Berlin. You know, there's a lot of people sitting around and trying to figure out what this should mean to them. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what it means right now because I've had this long voyage from Chicago. But uh, I think it means exactly what it says. It is a, a terrorist song. Uh, I think it's a response to terrorism. Uh, there's something about terrorists that I've always admired. The, the fact that there are no alibis or no compromises. Uh, that position is always very attractive. Uh, I don't like it when it's manifested on the material plane. I don't really uh, enjoy the t- terrorist activities, but psychic terrorism. I remember there was a great poem by uh, by Irving Layton that I w- once read. Uh, I'll give you a paraphrase of it. It was, um, will you guys, you know, blow up uh, an occasional airline and uh, kill a few children here and there? Uh, he says, but our terrorists, Jesus, Freud, Marx, Einstein, the whole world is still quaking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're going to have to deal with this. And it's just getting started. He just called Jesus a Jewish terrorist. (laughs) He just admitted the mind terror that Einstein, Marx, all these guys do. He's admiring terrorism. And of course, they always have to be the victim. So he wants to do terrorism in response to terrorism. But he wants it on a grand scale. Okay, these are these are these are admissions. Oh, is he, a, is he joking? He's a, he's a songwriting artist. I'm an actual comedian and they don't allow me to joke. Maybe because they know that there's something true about a lot of humor. Okay, I, it gets even worse. Then we take Manhattan also has some inside kind of humor to it. Can you tell me a little bit about that? That song is a kind of demented geopolitical. Is Judaism the only ethnicity you can convert to? Uh, no. See, that's the thing. They're not quote-unquote Jews. They think they descend from a bloodline that has the right to fix God. They hate God. They admit to hating God. They think God's broken. And when, when God created this realm, he puts some of himself in it, and it's all distorted, and it's up to them to fix it. Tikhon Olan or whatever. And they, they, wait till a quote-unquote Jewish woman is about to brag about how they, um, how they, uh, they flooded Europe with migrants to break nations, to save them. It's always to save them. Yeah, this is Leonard Cohen. Manifesto, which I indicate. Yeah, he does look like Ronald Reagan. To uh, assume responsibility for the 
world. It's quite a mad, a mad song. I, I, I became envious of the terrorists of the world who operate with a sense of conviction and no ambiguity. So I wanted to participate in that, uh, in that unconditional world. Someone just, uh, Ray Ray Bear is bringing up some great points here. It's not Jews, it's Satan. Yeah. And it's going to be tough to admit because you're like, no, the Jews, the fuck. It's a brand. They can switch faces like that. They could be the Quakers in two weeks. And that can make people feel out of control. And they're like, but why the Jews? It's the behavior. It's a behavior. You can call yourself whatever you want. We all know good Jews. So it can't be Jews. It's, it's the many-faced man. And wait till you hear what Leonard Cohen's about to brag about. Oh, Eddie Bravo's in the house? Nice. What up, Eddie Bravo? I got my kid into uh, jiu-jitsu. I think it's a really uh, cool thing for people, by the way. All right, anyway, enjoy this. First, It's from the point of view of Satan. Oh, by the way, it's not Eddie Bravo. Edge Bravo is not Eddie Bravo. Just for, it's fine. Eddie Bravo is probably deep inside Joe Rogan right now. Anyway, um, listen to this statement. It's a, it's a, this is like from the point of view of the devil. Listen to this. Know the way to stop me, but you don't have the discipline. I was listening to this great uneducated economist. I did email him, by the way, about how to, to not fall into the poverty of the Canyon effect. The only way for a society to resist it is to resist luxury goods. It's like, you know how to stop me, but you don't have the discipline. Isn't that, that's the thing about Leonard Cohen, why I'm analyzing him, is there is an honesty to his evil, which I find very paradoxical. But he's very, very straightforward about what he's doing. And it's horrifying. These are the type of things that used to make me go on the Jew rants. And then I realized that they want you to do that. Because they have to burn their own to get to the next level. With the, and then they just replace the face. You can see it. was Raul Reagan ethnically looks exactly like this dude. You know, and Ronald Reagan is like, did, did so, they're actors. They're actors. I'm not going to say Leonard Cohen's honest because I know they're not, fundamentally, they're not ever saying the full truth. But I think the Cohen class of the people who believe they're descended from Aaron and Moses and all this, 
they they feel that they can get away with it. They feel like they can get more power from it if they just say more of what's actually happening. cultural diversity in a society. Do you think uh, it's possible that people of different, different ethnic origins... Doesn't he look like a turtle? You know, it's like, people always call them lizard people. I think they're like turtle people. I mean, are, turtles are amphibians, right? I'm not saying they're literally turtle people, but like, doesn't he look exactly like his head just came out of his shell? It's hilarious. Anyway. Together? It's possible, it's difficult, it is our challenge. It is the specific challenge that we in the West have because of our diverse populations. It is our particular cross. It is our burden. It is what we must do. It is the most vital challenge that confronts us. And if we don't have the energy to confront this challenge in ourselves and in our society, then we're really screwed up. I think there's a resurgence of anti-Semitism because at this point in time, Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural. And I think we're going to be part of the throes of that, of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic uh, uh, societies that they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. They are now going into a multicultural mode and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. Okay, so you understand that they're saying that, and these are prominent Jews politically. So we're not just digging this up at 4chan. Um, they're saying that Europe has to become multicultural or else it won't survive. They're at the center of it. They're going to be facing backlash, but it's only because they're trying to heal them. All right. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact that that's what happened. Now, we're going to keep analyzing this, and then we're going to get into the role of forgiveness. Maybe when I hear Leonard Cohen's voice, it reminds me of Jim Norton's voice. Yeah, because it's, it has to be allowed. It, the devil never forces. You know how to beat me, but you don't have the discipline. And so if we don't accept our sin was the reason these people weaseled in, then it's just going to keep happening. The irony about what I'm saying is I know that people are going to react and say I'm being soft or anything like that. This is the winning strategy. What I'm proposing is the winning strategy. You know, the emotional, vengeful reaction is not the winning strategy. It was Russian, but she was a Russian Jew, so she wasn't really Russian. Uh, wasn't really European, wasn't really North American. Look, 4,000 years ago, the world was idolatrous, and a small Eastern tribe repudiated the experience of the world to develop a difficult idea that has burnt the people for 4,000 years. That is what I mean by variety. Of course the world is idolatrous today. That's why the Jews have a particular vocation. That's why we're here tonight examining a special unspoken kind of anguish about our identity because we're not fulfilling it. There was a time when...
Apart from extremist militant political figures, Cohen established a small, lively new social supergirl that included the soon-to-be eminent Jacob Rothschild. Under Stella's watchful eye, Cohen blackened his quota. All right, so just keep listening. Israel, when all Judah's neighbors were idolaters and some madman decided to smash the images and turn himself into light. Now that is the challenge for Jews in every generation, whether it's a ghetto or whether it's a metropolis, is whether they are burnt or whether they are citizens. One of the great themes of Kabbalistic thought is the, the idea that the thrust of Jewish activity is the repair of God. The repair of God. Okay, so this is when we're getting in the real nuts and bolts of what these people believe. That God is broken and needs to be repaired. Okay, listen to this. This is very important. And you can't just tell me, oh, this is just an individual. No, it's an ideology and it's very permanent. It's very very common amongst a certain group of people. God, in creating the world, dispersed itself. The creation is a catastrophe. There are pieces of him or her or it that are everywhere, in fact. And the, the specific task of the Jew is to repair the face of God. Okay, so the specific task of the Jew is to repair the face of God. Here's Toronto Jew Bear. Yes, they pushed this lie that God quilt working on the seventh day and left his work unfinished. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the narcissism of saying because of his bloodline to Aaron that he and his people have to repair the face of God. And he's about to talk about how they plan on repairing the face of God. One of them is, as you just saw, is multiculturalism. We're bringing in foreigners by the boatload to homogenous societies and others in another way is endless conflict just wait and uh sex drugs and murder the prayers are to remind god that it was once a harmonious unity let us refuse the title jew to any man who is not obsessed by God. Let that become the sole qualification of Jewish identity. Let us encourage young men to go into the deserts of their heart and burn the praise of perfection. Let us do it with drugs or whips or sex or blasphemy or fasting. But let men begin. Okay, so that was the, because at first what he was saying, you're like, oh, cool. You know, let's be defined by God, obsession with God. And then he said, how? Did you catch how he plans on pushing um, a, a, a fixing of God's face? Blasphemy, sex, drugs. That's what they believe, okay? And I'm not, and they're proud of it. And I, this is an interesting uh, exercise because it's about forgiveness and it's about how you guard yourself from anger. This is what debatably the most famous quote unquote Jew in Canada believes. No offense, Toronto Jew Bear. But he just said, and this is what they believe, and it's a fact. And they'll lie and say, no, no, that's it. What? No, no, no. That is what people believe that are currently calling themselves Jews. They will abandon the brand, burn it, and then assume another identity. 
So don't think that you can you can stop them by stopping quote unquote Jews. It's like an alias when you're committing a crime. Like imagine just a thug on the street uh, meeting up with five other criminals to rob a bank, and he gives them a fake name. Oh yeah, I'm 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 that nigga Fuzz, right? That's the equivalent of this. Their identity is a lie. Okay, but the thing is, there's a lot of, of people who call themselves Jews that have fallen for this trap because they need fall guys. And with every layer, there's different levels of innocence. Like you have this layer I'm showing you has no innocence. You know, maybe the innocence of not understanding hellfire. You know, maybe there's some level of innocence of not understanding what punishment they will receive from God. We're all somewhat innocent to that. But then you have the next layer of like the Jews that feel special and they, and they bring up the Holocaust all the time and blah, blah. And then you get layers and layers until you get to like Toronto Jew Bear and our, our guys. And they're not the same layers. And we all have sin. We all currently need to be forgiven. And that's important to uh, remember as they burn because they're about to start light the fire. You can see it everywhere. You can see it everywhere. So when people say, oh, no, don't ever trace that to Jews. No, no, no. They're currently calling themselves the Jews. Kind of like when you're, when a policeman is looking for Jamarcus, but his real name is Shanene, he's going to be looking for Jamarcus. And then when he finds out his name, and then it turns out they have no names. Wait till I show you guys the Game of Thrones truth drop that'll blow your minds. How to be no one. How to be nothing. How to be the emptiness of the universe that is the satanic agenda, the vacuum, no identity. You'll see, dude. This is some interesting shit, huh? Isn't it cool that when I put in a little effort to my streams? To feel the perfection of the universe. I say, with what is coming, you're gonna settle for AIDS. You're gonna settle for the Berlin Wall. You're gonna settle for a hole in the ozone layer. Because Let me just point something out real quick. This is why one of the many reasons why you should never be afraid. The three fears he just listed are all fake and they're all gone. They're, they're, they're threatening you with sandcastles. Okay? And those of us who attempt to be in God's kingdom are working with stone. The hole in the ozone layer, Leonard, is that still a valid threat? The Berlin Wall... AIDS, their ghost stories are nonsense sandcastles, okay? But it's up to you to not be afraid of it. And how do you do that? Rejoicing in the Lord and forgiveness. Seeing through it. Imagine uh, someone freaking out and shooting a bunch of people. Oh, that hole in the ozone layer is going to get us. No, it's not. Nothing is except God. They're all sandcastles. It can all be ended. Like it's all spells. Your happiness, your contentment, your joy, your gratitude has nothing to do with these people. And my thesis statement is they are in a hell that you could never out do better than. This man... Because a lot of times people that start understanding this stuff are like, we have to stop them. They're stopping themselves every day with their own existence. Can you imagine waking up in the morning and thinking you have to repair God's face 
with sex, drugs, and whips? That you're envying terrorism? That you're this self-contradictory, satanic gamma? Fantasizing about controlling the world because you're the descendant of Aaron who built idols? What, what do you got? What, are you going to hit him with a bat? Like, I've been hit with a bat. It's not that bad. What are you going to do? Cut, cut, cut something? Cut them? <laughs> the hell I just described. Imagine waking up and looking outside at the birds and the clouds and the rain and the sun. And you, you look at the heavens and you look at your children and you look at the food that's coming out of the earth. And you're like, this is, sucks. It needs to be replaced. And only I can do it. That is a worse punishment than anything you can concoct. Which leads me to believe that forgiveness is the move. Oh, now tell that to all the raped, all the, you're, you're being lied to. You're being deceived. And if you forget about forgiveness and you enter that world of uh, deception and wrath and all that, you're entering Leonard's world. I know a lot of these people, man, and I, I'll tell you a story about a friend of mine um, from back in the day who's Jewish, quote unquote, whatever these people want to call themselves, and his mother was dying. And on her deathbed, she was miserable, and she felt her life meant nothing. And that the one thing she could leave behind was her business that she created. But even that uh, did not satisfy her, and she was purely miserable. And I told my friend, I said, her greatest gift to the world was you, and your siblings, remind her that, that you live on. But she didn't see it that way. And it caused him a tremendous amount of pain. These people are very, very, very wealthy. And that was, that's why I've been thinking about a peaceful death. A peaceful death does not mean you're not going to be executed or you're not going to have cancer. You're not going to be in miserable pain. The peaceful death is saying, um, is in those moments of true hell, you know, pancreatic cancer, execution, starvation, whatever your death, you know, some of the best people that have ever lived died miserable, horrible deaths. But in their heart, what did Jesus say at the end? Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. And that, is, that, was, that was a peaceful death. Alleged death. Being nailed to a cross, he said, forgive them. They know not what they do. So inside him was peace. Inside him was light. These people die in darkness. I'm not claiming that they, they can always make a move back. I'm not judging their soul. But that ideology is based in sand that's blowing away in your own hands, like nothing. I'm glad we're doing this today. This needs to be done. Is coming down the road uh, is a murder. the backdrop <laughs> it's one of their little gay little all right my songs are always jewish they can't be anything else but jewish 
Guys, what he said is obviously demonic and horrifying, but is it completely false? Take the speed and meaningless sex and shove it up in the hole in your culture. Right? The devil needs an in. And so when you exude wrath and unforgiveness, you're missing what you're doing. Because the man that has wrath and doesn't forgive is the man that believes he needs no forgiveness. And if you feel you need no forgiveness, that there is no improvements you can do in your life, then guess what? Leonard Cohen is about to put on a bib and eat your way of life. And he's going to brag about it. And it's your fucking fault. I've seen the future and it's murder. Was it the hole in the culture that came from Europeans moving to melting pot? Yes, but why did they accept the melting pot? Why did they accept multiculturalism? You think like a small handful of bankers could just make you do it? Was it luxury? Was it cheap labor? Was it free sex? Was it a variety of things? Was it people that couldn't stand up for themselves because they didn't want to be outed as a deviant? Right? They were dependent. They had already forsaken so many of the laws of God that they were, you know, unguarded sheep in a field. Accountability. Accountability. This guy's a fucking demon, man. But just know how the demon works. Okay, like my question is, why didn't your parents in the 80s react to these lyrics? My question is, why were people so fucking... He's, he's speaking very clearly. Abracadabra. I create as I speak. Right? How come no one reacted? How about... How come until you're listening to a comedian in a barn in Idaho in 2022, did no one analyze the confessions in these songs and interviews? Why did everyone giggle and laugh along? Is it maybe because there's a hole in your culture? Right? How is this a new revelation? These recordings, a lot of them are 80s and 90s. Some, it was before a lot of you guys were born. Why did nobody react? Was it because they were, because they, they wanted it? Because they wanted to have whips and chains and sex and drugs? Is that why? I'm reacting now because now is the best time.
That guy was just pumped. You don't, you don't know me from the wind. The prince of the air, right? I'm the little Jew who wrote the Bible. No one's reacting. songs are always Jewish. They can't be anything else but Jewish. <laughs> of course, right? Bloodlines. Everybody knows the deal is rotten. Old black Joe's still picking cotton for your ribbons and bows. No reaction. I just want to keep pointing that out. That he did all of this, and not only was there no outcry, by quote-unquote Christian America or Christian Canada. They paid $1,000 to go watch him sing. Do you know how much a Leonard Cohen ticket would be in one of these small nightclubs? $1,000? The boomers lined up, and then on Sunday they went to church. Some were innocent, some were not. And that's reality. 1000 bucks to see this fucker do these incantations. Everybody knows that the dice are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor. The rich get rich. That's how it goes. There's a lot of things you do in your life uh, uh, that you do for your own survival. You know, some of them, some of them don't seem too pretty at the time, or in retrospect, they uh, they seem cruel. He wouldn't be talking about the world wars in 9/11, would he? But you've got to be able to uh, forgive yourself too about some of the things you have to do. Forgive yourself, huh? Everybody knows. Everybody knows what you've been through From the bloody cross On top of Calvary to the beach At Malibu Everybody knows it's coming apart Take one last look at this sacred heart uh, Boonies Bear says, this is too disturbing, let me know when it's over. It's really not disturbing because it's showing you that they don't uh, succeed. The threats that he said, the, it's a test, it's a shit test, it's Satan's shit test. Did you get really scared of the, uh, of the hole in the ozone layer and AIDS? Well, then that's on you. That's because that's you did it. They don't have any actual power that you don't give them. Right? We're just going to watch a little more and then I'll show you the, the faceless man. I don't have any uh, letters today because no one gives a shit, but I've already forgiven you.
happen to be starting all those wars he just listed, would he? There's a war between the left and right, the black and white, the man, the woman. Like, uh, that wouldn't be part of Kabbalism, would it, by any chance? To keep things uh, in constant conflict with false binaries? Huh. There's no way, right? Jesus! There is a war between the ones who say there is a war um dr bear has an interesting meme it's the classic grab or hand rubber it says i caused the current thing no that's the whole point of this when you're above this when you're past this it doesn't work on you you know his plan but the only way to stop it is through your discipline you can stop it you can end it you cannot engage in it. You cannot, you can learn to not profit from the blood of the innocent. It just takes effort and it takes a denial of sin. These people are forces in nature for a reason. You don't think God could burn them off the earth? <laughs> Why are they here? There has to be a reason because they're the test. And they're in hell. I mean, not, I'm not making a claim, but you know what I'm saying. Their lives are terrible. They have no name. Yes. Their, their definitions of who they are, they keep contradicting themselves. They don't exist. There's nothing there. My, my main point in doing this is not to create cortisol or anger. It's to relieve it. This is as bad as the Jews get, guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he has handlers and all that, but this is... This is the darkest elements of Kabbalism, of this Sebastian Frankism. They think that if you do evil, you bring about good. You know, and, and you can clearly see someone like that would be fine with child sacrifice. It's called abortion. It's right in front of you, and some of you have done it. Don't you want forgiveness? Some of you have sacrificed your child to Malik without realizing it, because you were told that it, it was uh, a woman's right and you have to think about your future. And then the day, right? I just saw old Anne Hathaway promoting abortion. She called it a mercy kill. Is she a Jew or just fucked up? Just serving, just serving. Is she innocent? I don't know. It's not up to me to judge. I know I used to be her favorite comedian, which is fucking hilarious. Oh, there I go swearing again. Kill the Lord uh, in the gutter. These people are in the news, the Jews, but who gets to snicker behind the black man's back? Listen to what he's saying to the crowd. It's hilarious. Crack, 
Who gets to profit? Who gets to pay? Who gets to ride the slave ship into Charleston Bay? Let me guess, Leonard, the Jews, you wouldn't happen to be setting people up as fall guys, would you, Leonard? <laughs> he just said that out loud. But yet when Kyrie Irving tweets about it, he gets banned. But is the censorship part of the plan? Yes. I mean, I can't, I can't make a definitive claim. The demonic plan, yes. Right now people are, I bet the uh, Hebrews to Slave Chips documentary has just been watched by like 100 million people. I bet it went nuts. And it's still on Amazon. Amazon takes off books with a lot of truth in it. Why didn't they, why are they keeping it on? Why, why are, are these videos going to start being more and more uncom uh, uh, uncovered? Where not only did they do it, they love it. They think it's funny. They laugh behind the black man's back. Who gets to profit? Who gets to drive this ship right into Charleston Bay? The slave ship. Did Persian Jew Bear ever sell a black man? Did Toronto Jew Bear ever sell a black man? No, no. These are illusions. Even this is a fucking illusion. This is a trick, man. This is a faceless trick. Democracy. And your faggy boomer dads all clapped along. And that was called consent. Oh, and one more thing. You're not going to like what comes after America. Everybody's saying, you know, America, America, Nazi Germany. Easy, you know. Uh, you know, the worst country in the world, uh, the bully, the, uh, you know, the terrorist, you know. Let's forget about all that for a moment. You're not going to like what comes after America. Well, I said, you know, like... Right? They're telling you, dude. The magician always sets you up with a little bit of the truth. Well, guess what, Leonard? You're not going to get America. You're not going to get America. All right. The gamma Satanist always assumes victory. And then later when it's revealed, they never want anything. They claim they really did though. And they define all the terms. He's not actually your enemy. He sucks. Look at what he just said. You're not going to like what comes after America. Let me guess Leonard, the new world order, globalism, where we have digital currency at a negative interest rate, where we have to eat bugs and prostitute our children or we starve to death. Is that your fucking uh, dream because you're the blood descendant of Aaron? How did you know? Because I fucking listen and my head isn't clouded in sin. <laughs> but this is important to know that when they say, uh, oh, they don't have any plans. Oh, yes, they fucking do have some plans. You're going to be happy with Stalin and the wall and your little hole in the ozone layer that you can't repair. You know, these things are going to sound like the golden age. Ozone layer, layer hole, bullshit. Stalinist Russia, I've heard from actual Russians, was fine if you weren't a little grabbler or if you weren't a little, uh, you know, if you weren't dependent. No, if, I, I know Stalin sucked in a lot of ways, but I, a lot of people think Stalinist Russia was a great time in Russian history. He's a liar. These people are fucking, I know I just said that he was telling the truth. He's telling the, he's telling a form of what he believes the truth is, but he's full of shit. He doesn't know shit. I know more than Leonard Cohen. 
Allegedly. Oh, Stalin and Stalinist Russia. No, you're telling yourself spook stories and ghost stories and you start believing it. Is the whole the ozone layer still a, a thing? Does anyone talk about that? Does anyone talk about AIDS? Or was AIDS caused by the AZT pills that people took because they were scared of AIDS? <laughs> Bunch of liars. Oh, you're not going to like what comes next. Well, show me, Leonard. Show me what comes next. Compared to what's coming down. And it's starting to come down, you know, the excrement is about to hit the ventilator. They're lining up the prisoners and the guards are taking aim. I struggled with some demons, they were middle class and tame. I didn't know I had permission to murder and to maim. You want it darker? Lord is he referring to? You want it darker? I'm ready, my lord. He's like an out-of-the-closet aggressive Satanist. The whole new ozone was fixed by feminism. Um, so when God chose Jews as his people, maybe he was choosing them as his test for the rest of the, us. I, I uh, hypothesize that, but I don't even think he's a... I think the word Jew is a trick. It's like abracadabra. I don't think that guy has very much in common with our beloved Toronto Jew Bear. I think he's, I think though they have conditioned the Jews to be in a position where they're going to take the rap for horror. You can't kill the testers because they have to choose what they're testing you with. So it's not that makes sense to me. Yeah, I've thought about that, that the Jew is like um, the position of the evil uh, group, which sometimes is a Jew, sometimes it's a Catholic, sometimes it's a Muslim, sometimes it's a Buddhist, sometimes it's a Quaker, sometimes it's a Scientologist. I, it doesn't, the, the word doesn't matter. It's the reality, the ideology, the, the action of it. And, uh, and I think that, that uh, the Jews are right now the current group of testing you. You know, and what's free will without uh, temptation? Ironically, the hole in the ozone was fixed allegedly by global warming. Yeah, dude, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. This is supposed to, I'm not doing this to piss you off. This is, I'm trying to detonate some bombs before you enter this minefield. Because this type of shit is going to start coming out. Okay? That not only do they take credit for it, they brag about it and they love it. And a lot of Jews are going to slowly start being like, wait a minute, what the hell was I a part of? This happened to a lot of Marines that, that killed people in Afghanistan. They're like, wait a minute. The people who idolized Leonard Cohen are doing very badly right now. He was a false prophet. Exactly. Exactly. I used to love Leonard Cohen. You want to talk real shit? That song Hallelujah has brought me to tears. It's probably a spell. Now, who with no sin cast a stone at me? I don't see anybody that haven't fallen for idols. You know, I used to, I used to think he was a genius. Everybody knows that your day. Want to hear a cover of a Leonard Cohen song that you're going to be like, wow, this is kind of rocking. 
and, and then listen to what he's saying and listen to what his potential motivations are. Because a lot of innocence comes from not comprehending how dark motivations can be. Where you're like, there's no way he wants the world to burn. Yes. Yes, he does. Um, all right. These guys are fucked. Magnified, sanctified, be the holy name. Vilified, crucified in the human frame. A million candles burning for the love that never came. You want it darker? We kill the flame. No, you didn't. You didn't kill the flame, Leonard. That's a lie. That's one thing. That's one reason why I never say the Jews killed Christ, because they can't. The Jews killed God. No, no. All you can do is bitch in your dirty little dungeons and try and get baby boomers to give you money so that they feel better about their divorces, their blowjobs, and their Buicks. That's all you can do, Leonard. You can't kill God, and the creation is perfect. And God didn't put himself in creation as a jumbled mess, and you have to fix his face. That's all. That's the rantings of a gamma satanic freak. And don't mind, like, they don't affect you. These whispers of fear, the whispers of wars. What's that from, Isaiah? Like, I'm paraphrasing, but like, watch out for the whispers of wars or the something like that. They've been doing it for thousands of years, guys. This is nothing is new. You know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's like, it's so clearly, they want you to react. They want to get the cattle. They view you as cattle and they want you to react so that it proves that they're right, you're an animal, and then they rape and kill you. Because they can't get sex from consent. It has to be trickery. Leonard Cohen's face could use some help. That's why they think, oh, God has a distorted face. You sure you're not talking about your own face? And it's weird how he looks exactly like Bob Dylan, Adam Sandler, all these guys. They're all the same fucking face, right? And I think a lot of this is just rage at their lack of symmetry. Your servant here has been told to say it clear, to say it cold. It's over, it going any further. As a lot of these interviews were from the 80s and 90s, did it really appear like life got worse than Stalin? Or whatever he's threatening you? So they're just sitting around for 30 years, just really building up the squirt. Now, so what if, I wrote a few notes about this. So as a farmer, I'll tell you something about when you want to get your goats to react, you don't give them as much food. Sometimes I have a truther goat here or there, or a nice sovereign citizen that doesn't want to come in and allow me to milk her. So what do I do? I don't give her as much food. So then the next day, she's waiting at the door and can't wait to get the grain I will provide as I milk, as I take the milk from her breasts that was um, set aside for her offspring. And I do it for years. So that's why, uh, quote unquote, they are trying to break supply chains, break morale, break institutions, all that. Because a hungry goat will run to the next pen. And what could possibly be in the next pen? Uh, just hypothetically, in a UN and IMF, you know, globalist financial system that's digital and crypto-based, and it would destroy the Fed and commercial banks and bring in globalism. So what, what, you can't just get people to do that because historically, every time the Leonard Cohens of the world 
um, bring, a, bring upon an, a new form of Tower of Babel and extreme slavery and financial dependence, you get gray and black markets emerge immediately and no one follows what you're doing. Nigeria has always already attempted a central bank digital currency with a negative interest rate. Less than 5% of the population used it. So how do they attempt to do it? They're going to attempt to do it by making it seem like a good move. So they're drumming up resentment towards the Fed, resentment towards the Jew, our Jews that suck. No offense. But like our bankers, our Jews that still identify as, a, uh, as American, I, I know secretly they're like, we're special, we're not like the Goyam. Dude, it's, they're only doing it to themselves. But we have our own banking system in America. We have a national identity. Okay? If that breaks, if they can break that with the Tim Pool's you know, whispers of civil war and just endless clown world shit and all that. That's why I don't want to engage in it as much as I did. Although I've still been doing a good job because the whole time I haven't been telling people to overthrow their governments or that America is going to fall or anything like that. We have to address the societal rot, but there's a plan. One of the reasons I'm so banned is I jumped the gun on this series of explosions that are about to happen. What is a woman, you know, is supposed to come out and enrage you? Well, I exploded those bombs five years ago. You know, Gavin getting taken out by the FBI. Why? Well, you know, I spilled those beans. You're they want you to destroy your own government, your own national identity, your own Jews. You know, so that they can bring in the one world financials and they want you to love it. They want you to love it. They want you to see it as a big win and they're not going to get it. They never get it. They always fail. And I know that more and more people want what's good, what's true and what's beautiful. Anybody that resents and hates God will be punished in this world and allegedly the next. All right. If we destroy it, they won't have to blue bunny bear. They can't destroy it. A lot of truthers are stuck in this reality that Klaus Schwab and, and, and the European banking elite and George Soros and all these people have power. They have no power. None. They can only trick you with your lack of discipline and your vengeance into doing their bidding. They look like turtles. Otis says, cherish your Jew. I wouldn't go that far, Otis. I don't think you guys should be able to have political office on any level. So just know that when I say to, you know, protect our Jews and we get the Jews we um, deserve and all that, I don't think you guys should be allowed to hold any political office. So, so we'll just get that out of the way so that you're not thinking that I'm sitting here being like, without the Jew, no, 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 you guys should be controlled. You should, you, your, your power's reined in. Definitely don't want Jews with too much power. Right, but where do they get the power? They get the power from people who want what they're saying. It'll blow your mind. Yeah, no education. No, no, no. They, they have no, they should never be allowed around kids that aren't theirs um, in education or in any form of politics. It was worth a shot, said Otis. I know, it's called chutzpah. I know all about you people. Not even fucking banks. No, you're going to want your Jews counting the beans, right? But I don't think we should be, usury is an act of war and they've waged war on the nations of the world. And a lot of Jews are innocent to this, just like a lot of Americans 
were innocent to Iraq, Afghanistan, all that. We were the onward Christian soldiers to their uh, destruction of any nation that stood against them. That's a fact. Now, I beat the war drum. Did you? I feel like I've asked forgiveness. I feel forgiven. Now, you know, before you condemn your neighbor, really try and educate them and and let's all figure out of what we want out of life. They depend on our fear that can bring their plans to fruition. Without our fear or without our vengeance, they have nothing. James Lindsay made a point in emphasizing BlackRock doesn't own everything, but rather manages. They manage assets. It leverages that as if it had ownership. Yes, they own nothing. They have no power. All they have is influence and offers. Now let's take a look at the Game of Thrones uh, scene with faces. All right. He tried to sell me but was wounded in a fight. He begged me to kill him but I wouldn't. I left him in the mountains to die. Okay, real quick. Let me show you this scene first. So this girl, this girl is pretending to be a boy, uh, freed this man, and it turns out the man doesn't have a face, and he keeps shape-shifting. And so there's a few uh, interactions. There's a lot of bullshit in these compilations, but um, uh, I'll just show you scenes. And they all speak in third person with their alleged identities. A girl keeps her mouth closed. No one hears. And friends may talk in secret, yes? A boy becomes a girl. I was always a girl. And I was always aware. But the girl keeps secrets. It is not for a man to spoil them. You're one of them now. I should have let you burn. And you fetch water for one of them now. Why is this right for you and wrong for me? I didn't have a choice. You did. I did. Okay, so I'm going to give commentary to, for no copyright infringement. Cod says it's like a demon playing Sims with humans. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of truth in, in this uh, character. And here we are. A man pays his debts. A man owes three. Three what? The red god takes what is his, lovely girl. And only death may pay for life. You saved me and the two I was with. You stole three deaths from the Red God. We have to give them back. All right, so you're getting the vibe here. And this is when she comes to this place to uh, learn from them and their secret society. And the key is there's a hall of faces that they literally put on and become other people. And the programming here is to become no one. I wanted him to suffer. I hated him. 
I hated him. That's not a lie. The girl lies to me, to the many-faced God, to herself. Does she truly want to be no one? Yes. I'm not playing this stupid game anymore. We never stop playing. It's so dark, you can't really see, but it's like a hall of faces. Basically, it's a hall of identity. And she's starting to understand what the fuck's going on here. It's like, the lighting is so bad. I hate that. So she's looking at all the faces on the wall. Because it's a hidden society that, that just takes on new identity based on their rules according to the many-faced God. There was a, um, a book once called The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. I, I never write books. I'm not even going to claim I'm going to do it. But I was thinking about writing a book called The Demon with a Thousand Faces about the trick of identity and about how it's about the behavior, the demon with a thousand faces. Because when you get caught in the game that... There's one identity that's right and an identity that the identity that's good and the identity that's bad uh, and not the behavior, the morality and the level of innocence. You're in their world and there. And I really believe that this is pretty accurate. I mean, these people, these jokesters are masters of disguise and masters of identity. I swear to God, guys, I can't prove this, but if you look at side by side pictures and all of it, Brett Kavanaugh played the part, in my opinion, played the part of uh, Christine Blasey Ford. Christine, for those of you that don't know, they're outside of America. We had a, uh, a Supreme Court nominee called uh, uh, Justice Kavanaugh. He was a Catholic with these kids and all that, and he was supposed to be like conservative. And right out of nowhere, he had a rape allegation from a Stanford professor named Christine Blasey Ford. And we endured weeks of them giving testimony and back and forth. It was a lot like the Clarence Thomas thing. And just the humiliation ritual, and we were taking sides, and I was like, back in Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford. Okay, if you take their faces side by side, the symmetry, and I know this will be hard for people to imagine, but they were never in the same room. They had the same hands. They had... Her, she looked like she was in disguise. And this is the number one reason uh, she doesn't exist anymore. I've tried and I've asked people and I've looked into it. But ever since the Kavanaugh trial, there is no character named Christine Blasey Ford. She doesn't teach at Stanford. She's never interviewed. She's not selling books. No one knows her. She's gone. And people have forgotten all about it. They're like, well, what about Christine Blasey Ford? She's gone, dude. And her face, quote unquote, her face and the vocal fry and the symmetry and the glasses to hide stuff and like all of it, they were never in the same room. And I think to be on that level of uh, power, you have to show that you can be whoever they want you to be. And, and I, I, I know, I know that that's nuts, but there you really can look at history. I mean, this is a bigger jump, but like Hitler and Walt Disney 
or uh, Barack Obama and Osama bin Laden. Oh, how dare you, dude? There's, there's video of quote-unquote Osama bin Laden that looks exactly like Barack Obama. And I'm not making a claim that that was always true or someone might have died or, or it was just one video. But you're dealing with a group that are not quote-unquote they They don't have an identity. They're no one and they serve evil. And they, and they manifest it. And they like, it's a very freaky reality when you see it. But Game of Thrones has, uh, has the closest thing I've ever seen in pop culture to it. Is the girl ready to give up her ears, her nose, her tongue? Her hopes and dreams, her loves and hates, all that makes a girl who she is. Forever. No. That girl is not ready to become no one. But she's ready to become someone else. So when you look at uh, trauma programming and secret societies and stuff like that, a lot of people become envious of them. They're like, oh, the people with all the power. It's exactly the opposite. It's inversion. It's the people with no power. It's the people with no real identity. It's the people that have been beaten into submission with humiliation rituals and threats and enticements and sin until they do not exist the way that me and you exist. They don't have names. They don't have identities. They don't even have fucking genders in their mind. In their world, there's nothing greater than to be able to switch genders, switch races, switch nationalities, learn any language, fit in. It's their art. It's their art form. If you look, people say, oh, back in Shakespeare's time, all the men were playing women. Yeah, and do you know the name of his theater? It was called The Globe. The Globe Theater. And that was back before people believed in a globe. It's kind of interesting, right? That men who were playing the parts of women were performing at The Globe, and it just so happened to, happens to be the most influential playwright in Western history, and there's no possible way he wrote all those himself. All right? They're tricksters, guys. They play many roles. And so as she's being initiated, <laughs> as the girl... My name is Lana. As the girl who's the boy, she's now getting to play other people as she becomes no one. I'm an orphan. When I was eight, I begged enough money to buy my first bucket of oysters. I sold that bucket and made enough money to buy two more. It took a while, but I finally saved enough to buy myself an oyster cart. Now every morning, I make my way down to the canals. So she's playing characters in the world stage. And so earlier, she was saying true things, and he was beating her, saying, lie, lie. A lot of people don't get how trauma programming works. The truth is the lie and the lie is the truth. So how do you get someone into that uh, mindset? When you say, like, if I said, my name is Owen, bang, lie, right? No, no, I, I'm, I'm from Oswego, New York, bang, lie. And so then when you can say the lie as the truth and the truth is the lie, you become no one and you can be put into any mold they need to run a script. You know, it's all about identity. It's all about spells. It's all about words. And so this entire episode, and I'll sum it up right now. We don't need to watch any more Game of Thrones. But 
really focus on what the Bible's telling you about forgiveness. You know, because we're entering a world where they're trying to, on a broad scale, to bring in the next layer of hell in the financial system. Even if they bring that in, that does not have anything to do with you or your ability to be happy or grateful or have the life that God wants you to have. Don't even be afraid of their next layer of financial hell. Freemasonry claims Shakespeare is one of their grandmasters. I could see that. But what's Freemasonry? Freemasonry is another identity with liability shields that doesn't, it's nowhere, it's no one, it's nothing. And it's a tough fucking thing to deal with. Like Elon Musk, I think, is one of these tricksters. So this is a meme someone sent me. Elon Musk knew head of moderation and bands, laughing my ass off. And then you have Yoel Roth, a, uh, what appears to be a homosexual Jew. The, the little man has been celebrity crush for as long as I've known. I'm gay. Okay, so he's a gay Jew. In case anyone had any doubt, 23andMe has confirmed that I'm extremely fucking Jewish. Do you see the joke yet? Do you see the scam they're running? What is a Jew? What is a behavior? What is an identity? What are you doing? Who is actually doing anything to you? What is a distraction and what is God's plan for you? You know, when you're in a lower level of trutherism, you could find this infuriating. This is a little dance. It's a puppet show to get you to react with vengeance. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Here's the irony. The next layer of financial control are actual bloodline Nazis, allegedly. Whatever Nazi even means. Nazi is another one of these words. But, you know, the old Germanic eugenicist families are trying to take out the J.P. Morgans of the world, in my opinion. But they're all sitting at the same table just bitching about each other. The patriarchy is bland white dudes incorrectly mansplaining to their girlfriends what breed my dog is. So a gay Jew, so, so now people are like, they build up an idol and smash it over and over and over. It's to break slaves. It's so simple. It's like amazingly simple. So Elon Musk is going to save you, save you. you. There's no saviors in this world besides Christ. God created you. Christ told you uh, the new rules and that's it. You know, no one's like, oh, Elon Musk is going to bring back free speech. No one took away free speech. Nigger. Oh, well, now you have to pay. Now, okay, you're going to take away things I, that, that are just comforts to me. Okay, that's it. No one can take away your free will except you. Oh, but people will look at me and they'll, they'll mock me. And then, oh, Jesus. No. Let's just review. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. For, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, in your heart, that does not mean you have to cuck to them or serve them or trust them. No. And it does not mean criminals shouldn't be punished many times by death. It's not... It's not one or the other. It's about your internal view of the world. Does Joel Juman or whatever his name is, where, where is this guy? Has he wronged me? Do I hold resentment towards, towards Joel Roth who believes that, that he's a Jew because of a test 
a genetic test handed to him by eugenicists. That's his identity, guys. His identity is a little card that says how much Jew he is. Think about the hell that is. You know, my identity is not based on a blood test or how much fiat I have or what title I've been given. And I wouldn't trade my existence for Yoel Roth. I pity him. He's in a state of pity. Can the next Unicode version remove the, the frog emoji? Asking for a friend who isn't a white supremacist. You're right. The reason you disagree with President Obama had nothing to do with his party. It has to do with the fact he's black. Well, what about Kanye West? If you disagree with him, does that make you racist? <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, fuck you. I'm descended from Aaron. They, they have no, there's nothing they can do against you. They're dumb. They're like, I'm not going to say they're dumb. They're, they're in a layer of existence that you would never want. You would, if you could feel it, you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy. It's like, it's way worse than like beheadings and shit. They live in a state of unending hell. No satisfaction, no gratitude, no uh, appreciation of beauty, no honesty, no trust, nothing. All that is what's worth living for. <laughs> like, what, what, what's the point? So what do they get? They get stone, they get stone counters that they can get sodomized on as they like check their bank accounts for the fifth time that day. I mean, like what exactly power do they think they're having? They're being used by Satan to extract energy from men that refuse God and they accept sin and they don't have the discipline to resist it. That's their entire world. What could you do to them that's worse? All right. Let's, um, let's finish up here. So, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. That's, that's in the Bible. And a lot of Christians right now, myself included, can feel really vengeful against people that have wronged us. Oh no, fuck you. I'm never forgiving you, you fucking motherfucker. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about us. Vengeance is a tool used by the devil. I can prove it over and over and over. That does not mean to not defend yourself, inflict, uh, inflict uh, uh, execute, execute law on people. As I said earlier, if we lived in a just legal system that actually followed uh, biblical law about child predation and all that, I promise I'm not a LARPer. I would have no, it would, I would feel like it would be an honor to execute some of these celebrities that believe they're, that have convinced their children that they're girls, their sons that they're girls. My, my, I, I would, I promise you I'd feel more sad killing a fly. So I am not coming from a place of, cuck being a cuck or anything. It's a place of strength. Because if we desire forgiveness from God, we have to give forgiveness to others. All right. Vengeance is the Lord's. It is. And, and think of the vengeance that, that trial Drew Bear, do you know much about Leonard Cohen? Uh, like any of his personal stuff. I'm sure someone in the synagogue was like fucked him or something, right? Like, he definitely died miserably, right? Hang on. 
if he's alive. Leonard Cohen. Let's take a look. And I guarantee Wikipedia says he's a Jew. They're setting up Jews for a burning. Uh, is he still alive? Looks like he's still alive. What a piece of shit. Maybe you check your phone. Hang on a second. He's dead. Someone posted it. How did he die? Did he die from the vax? The Russian kids version of Hallelujah came out in 2016. It was such a great example of showing how it didn't work. Russian spirit wasn't destroyed by them and still created that version of the song. Cohen died that same year. Oh, this is so beautiful. He went out shortly after watching his crap turned into something beautiful by people who were never broken and rejected multiculturalism. You know what we're going to do? We're going to close this segment. Then I'm going to read all your super chats. Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Um, Russian hallelujah. This is proof. This is proof that they don't. They. I mean... So Leonard Cohen spent his life making these dirty little spells. The same year that he died, this came out. Oh my God, that's so perfect. And I've played this a bunch of times. Let me make sure this is the right one. That's a different one. I, li I like the one that I like. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that one crushes too, but. Do they do it? Oh, they deleted, didn't they? Um, hallelujah. Was it this one? Hey, guy in 10, will you please email? Oh, here we go. I got it. Okay, so I'll, I'll put this up with the subtitles. I think this is subtitled. This may have killed Leonard Cohen. And how amazing is that? Look at this. So they redid the words. He built the infrastructure and the chords and they did different words. going to try and F me on copyright. So I'm going to give a little uh, commentary here. Um, this is amazing. Chills. Just wait. The, the, like, and that's the beauty of the demonic world is it doesn't work if you don't allow it. It's like top five streams and perfect for the times. Thanks, PB. Anytime, uh, Bowler Bear. So, so you just watch Leonard Cohen give all these terrible inner, oh, you don't even know what's coming. It'll make the Berlin Wall and the ozone layer look good. God needs to be fixed with sex. Okay, the, he watched this and fucking died, right? Because the rejection of evil is the greatest revenge. There's nothing else you can do.
You see why they hate Russia? You see why they hate Russia? You see why they hate people that refuse their bullshit? And never let anyone ever again tell you, oh, if, if, you, if you don't believe in multiculturalism, you're full of hate. These are the same people. They're like, we're going to fuck God. And Dude, it's demon shit. It's demon shit, man. And so let the devil, let the demons build the infrastructure for the kingdom of God, right? I mean, it's happening. It's going to fucking happen. something real quick machine bear did say something i'm gonna push i was just by the way i just started like crying i just had to get my shit together and make fun of a jew he said eastern orthodoxy no wonder they have got no then you missed the entire point of my entire stream today if you just think that there is no idea no one has god and you can call you don't think the same demonic entities could infest that church and get everyone to wave a rainbow flag and fuck each other in the ass then you missed the entire point of the stream there is no title that gives you God. It's a behavior. It's an internal world. It's a submission to the law. Eastern Orthodoxy isn't the right answer. There is no right answer. You know, the, the identity is the faceless man. Sorry, I, I'm emotional, so that's why I'm yelling. I'll, I'll relax. I can, like, I was crying over beauty, by the way, but I could just start taking it out on people. Yeah, real quick, Pepe Silvia Bear says, I left the Orthodox Church after a priest told me my wife has to confess to him in front of me. How's that sound, Machinist Bear? Is that, is that the whole reason why they're good? It's bullshit. There is no identity or title. That's Satan's little shit. You know, two or three meet my name, there I am, right? That's, you really got to take that stuff as, as true to, to avoid these horrifying traps that are set up. Central bank world digital currency with a fully controlled uh, food supply chain and culture, uh, fake culture made by these people to infect your fucking families is what they want. And if you fall for these traps, they'll get it, you know, because I think it's going to be an individual thing where we go one, we do not go all. You know, if you start now, that's why we're doing the campground stuff and all that we're culture building now. We're starting now, way before they get to that point when you're not allowed to anymore or else you don't get food. We're going to set up systems now, years ahead of schedule. Make them force their hand. Make them put down their cards way too early where they can't scare us into folding with our pocket aces. We're doing it now. That's why we're building our infrastructure. And that's why you need to, too, in your life. Whatever your business is, do it well, do it great. Do it with gratitude and get rid of that resentment in your heart. 
There is no identity that's the right answer. They will infect it. Okay, Nero says, I'm just going to, I'll play the rest in a second. I do agree about morality and identity, but I do believe there's only one right answer, and that is Jesus Christ. Okay, but what is it about Jesus Christ? I've heard more evil fucks say that exact thing to me than any other group. Except Jesus, it's the only way. Okay, well, you're literally a murderer or a rape. I know really evil people that say the exact same thing. What does accepting Jesus mean? Or is that just another rhetorical bullshit line to hide behind an identity? Oh, I've accepted Jesus. I'm one of the good people. It means accept his word. And what is his word saying? About forgiveness, about status, about titles, about how there's no Pharisee, no special bloodline. Do you know how many people that claim they've accepted Jesus and they're the special boys? The word Jesus didn't exist 2,000 years ago. There are no magical words. Abracadabra, I create as I speak. Fuck all of that. You have to get to the baseline. What is accepting Jesus? Does it mean taking a cracker in your mouth from a pedophile? No, it's accepting the word, accepting the, the, the New Testament, the fulfillment of the law. And what are those teachings and living in those teachings? You don't just brush it off and say, oh, he's God. I worship him. So I don't have to follow any of that shit. I resent my neighbor. I want to see blood and burning. I fuck it. No, you're not accepting Jesus if you live like a Pharisee. Okay. So hiding behind words, I, dude, I'm done with it. Because I can see what they want and I can see how they're going to get it. If people don't have the discipline to ask themselves, what is identity? What is accepting Jesus? What is a church? What does Jesus say about what a church is? And you live that way. And you don't worry about other people. You don't say, oh, he doesn't accept Jesus. Sword or whatever the fuck people are going to say. No, that is explicitly, that's not how to act. If you do that, you will fall right in. You will be eating fucking bugs. They can, they can prostitute your kids and there'll be nothing you can do about it. You think you're anti-vax now? Imagine if you don't have access to food. You have a digital coin on your phone that can be shut off by a meme. Okay? And think about the horrors that they'd be able to do to you. I'm not mad, by the way. I'm just very emotional. Nero says, yeah, I agree. It's the heart and it's the soul. And the Lord Jesus Christ knows works are a fruit of the spirit. Yeah, I just, I just nonsense words when people don't live it, I have a real problem with because it's the, it's the ultimate trap and I see it everywhere. Oh, we just got to get rid of the niggers. Oh, just got to get rid of the Jews. Oh, we got to get rid of the Irish. Oh, we got to get rid of this. Oh, the bankers. Banking's bad. The Federal Reserve's the problem. What are you doing? What are you doing? So much arrogance. So if I've accepted Jesus, Jesus has already forgiven me. But yet you don't forgive your brother. You don't forgive your neighbor. You don't forgive the, the, the worst ghouls in the world. Leonard Cohen. Now, am I happy he's dead? Fuck yeah. The thought that that fucker watched this song and died is amazing to me. But I forgive him. I pity him. Okay. And that's the only way forward. They're going to get you every other spot. I've told people how intelligent I am in the past and people mock me for it. So I stopped doing it. But 147 IQ, it does have to do with pattern recognition. And I do have a strong moral base being a farmer and facing a lot of controversy. I promise you, 
As someone who can make long-term predictions, I know I don't sound smart a lot. I know I swear. I know I can sound um, like very low class and very stupid. I get it. Trust me, I get it. But I can, I can map chess moves like way ahead of the average person. Okay? They will get you if you don't take this shit seriously. Forgiveness isn't about the Jews or the grabbers or the commies or the niggers or whatever. It's about you. It's about your inability to forgive someone else, but yet you request forgiveness from God. And if you hide behind an identity and you don't change your behavior at all or your internal world or anything, you're fucked. And they'll torture the shit out of you. Okay, let's enjoy this. I'm fired up. I'll relax. Even the, the gay Jews still stand up. They can't help themselves. They just, I mean, when you see beauty, it, it, there's something about it that you can't, you know, and Leonard Cohen, his heart was probably so blackened that when he felt that beauty, it killed him. It's just, you know, there, beauty is important. Um, sorry for freaking out. I got a little, I was like literally like crying a little bit. And so I, I just get really, uh, I, I can sometimes externalize. Uh, I can just start yelling. I, dude, I, I get it. I, I'm no, I am nobody to give advice on theology, but I can tell you guys right now how the devil operates. I really understand it. I don't know why, <laughs> but I like Leonard Cohen told you the fucking game plan. You know how to stop me, but you don't have the discipline. What's the discipline? The discipline isn't forgiving when someone begs your apology and gives you money and you secretly want to be friends with them. It's forgiving the shittiest people in the world. That's the most value. And it does not mean cucking. It does not mean not enforcement. It does not mean forgetting. It does not mean trusting. It means they don't matter. They're just going to try and scare you and they, they're made out of sand. Their arrogance and their predictions and their abracadabra spell magic is nothing compared to the glory and power of God. And there's no Eastern Orthodox, but what about Western Orthodox? Oh, Greek Orthodox, the we? Oh, dude, it's all shit. That's all shit. I'm not saying those churches are shit. I'm just saying that if you try and find your shield and your weaponry and your spiritual stability in these titles, it's over. 
Well, maybe maybe you want it. Maybe you want to eat bugs and get sodomized for digi fag coin, but I don't. All right, Kyneton, hit me with the super chats. That's all I got today for my main point. I feel like this was a good stream, and I'm very happy about it. The demons are terrified of God's glory. Well, they're they know God's glory. They're terrified that you that you won't reject God's glory. That you will take the bait. That you won't take the bait. That's what they're scared about. They know God's glory. They're, they're more aware of God's glory than we are, in my opinion. They're fighting over you. They want to humiliate you. They want to prove to themselves that they were right this whole time, that they're special and you're cattle. Prove them wrong. Satan can never hurt God Satan is not fighting with God. Evil is not fighting with good. Evil is trying to get you. God is not threatened by evil. God is not threatened by Satan. There is no battle between God and evil. I see God being disappointed if, his, if, his, if man chooses to walk away from the right path. But the wrong path has no ability to hurt God. God will never be hurt. Raw milk is key, says Rockfin. Thank you, Rockfin. A lot of passion today, says Otis. Well, I just gave people a good reason not to fucking kill you, Otis. So why don't you just relax on the, uh, on the accusations? Soy Proud Bear says, Hey, BB, thank you for providing quality gravy and for reminding me that as Christians, we have to try to be verified as Soy Proud Bear. Welcome, Soy Proud Bear. Captain America says, hey, BB, I'm having conversations with my dad about me and Mr. Mustache. Would you mind reiterating why you think there was no gas chambers crush on, brother? No, I mean, there wasn't. Uh, I'll do another stream sometime. They had wooden doors. It makes no sense. The crematorium rates are you can't do 3,000 a day for four years while you fight a two-front war. That's literally retarded. Uh, the lingering poison in the chambers would kill all the soldiers. Zyklon B, it was designed to kill lice. Uh, there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever. There's actually evidence of fraud, uh, fake, uh, fake scratch marks in cement. They bulldozed Auschwitz. The number of dead of Auschwitz went from like 150,000 to 3 million during the 1980s. It's retarded. I don't have any desire to argue with your boomer dad. Just uh, I would recommend talking about something else. Tazi Bear, uh, thanks for a great stream and all your influence in the good, true, and beautiful analog super chat and proper verification requests coming soon. Keep crushing, BB. Why, thank you, Robert. Food Forest Bear, BB, I just uploaded your Comedy Central Presents special onto my Odyssey channel. It's hilarious. I was just a boy. I didn't see it anywhere on Unauthorized. Let me know when I can start adding my content to ladle.tv. Oh, we'd love to have you, buddy. Um, all right. Adam, not Adam, says, thanks, BB. Keep crushing. If that's okay with Graham, my gay, my laugh. That's hilarious. Passion was meant positively. I don't know why you're trying to hurt me all of a sudden, says Otis. Yeah, I was wrong. Our Jews suck. I'm just kidding, Otis. I get it. You think passion's positive. I'm trying to be more stoic. We're coming from two different places. I took passion as an insult because I'm trying to be more chill. Turns out I was yelling about identity really loudly and God. So... I was coming, kind in the super chats, please, unless we're done, unless no one cares, but I've already forgiven you for sucking. Um, here we go. 
I took uh, passion as an insult, swear to God. The Jewish contributions to the world are myriad, surprisingly so, says Rockfin. All right. Rumble Rant says, I forgive Kyrie for cucking to the grabbers. It's easier not to have heroes. 100%. 100%. There's no, there's no idols, no heroes. I don't know. There's heroes. There's role models, but no idols. I don't care at all about Kyrie cucking to the ADA. It's already done. Every man is on their own mission to resist temptation and to try and do God's will. Passion isn't a virtue. No, it's not. It's funny though. It gets people going, but I'm trying to not be so fired up, but I don't know. It does get the people going. I just sometimes sound like a big old retard. Lizzie says, tip to the piano man. Thanks for all you do. Blessings to the Smith and the Bears. Thank you very much, Lizzie. Yeah, if you ever want to get me to just start yelling, it's right as I'm starting to cry over something nice. Because even though I know crying is okay when you're crying over the beauty of something, I don't like crying and I like to turn it into anger very quickly. It's a form of alchemy. And so, uh, you know, it's all good. I'm, I'm actually trying to be less passionate, swear to God. Um, and I just yelled at a bunch of people. Track says, awesome stream. It will help many. The kingdom of God was brought by Christ is now... It's spiritual kingdom. This is not a fleshly battle. It's spiritual. Thank you, Owen Tracy. Yeah, I completely agree. Denmark Bear, you have beautiful eyes, Big Bear. $33 should cover it. Denmark Bear, you try and sexualize me again, you're banned for life. Roly Poly Bear says, I think you said Jew too much. It cut the Instagram stream. Keep it up. If you don't get your Instagram banned at least once a month, I might start thinking you are working for the Jews. Keep on the slaying of the wizards. Can I tell, let me see what's going on with Instagram. Do we have to start another one already? Um, one second. Uh, what's up with, I just got to text my wife back some real quick. I can get them. Just mind-blowing content. So good. Head off to you, man. Thank you, Luski. Jonah, for the people who cannot or will not fight their demons like Cohen, death is God's blessing. Uh, an end to a hellish life. They can return to our Father. Not that we are to give it to them, but it makes it easier for me to forgive them when I realize that the best thing that can happen for them is death. Totally. It's a beautiful uh, thing to say, Jonah. Joe says, There is no truth to the rumor that Bowler Bear uses hazelnut coffee mate in his coffee. He claims to like it black. Don't you think he should match his skin color? Yeah, I don't think he's black enough to go full black. You know, I think when his dad hopped the fence, he shouldn't have just impregnated. I'm not going to say he shouldn't have. We'd, then we wouldn't have our beautiful boar bear. But if he had kept in his own kind, then boar bear could lay off the hazelnut cream. Just watched Blade recently has me thinking the hidden elite used the Jews as blood shield might be literal vampires, uh, says Valhalla Bear. Yeah, I mean, Rothschild, I think, is like wrath shield phonetically, and it means red shield in German. I think that they know what's coming and keep the Jews ready to go in case they have to burn them. That's my opinion. And I think that... Uh, 
you know, if we put our sins on the Jews like they put their sins on those stupid chickens that they beat to death, I think that that would be very bad for us. Lady QAnon Bear says, I've been struggling with forgiveness a lot recently and have learned that until I release my anger, Jesus can't work on my behalf with them. And even if they don't ask for forgiveness, we must still hold frequency of forgiveness, tough stuff. Yes, it's not about putting yourself in a vulnerable position with people you know are terrible. It's about seeing the big picture and knowing that they're only doing it to themselves and that you've been commanded to forgive and it's not because you're weak. I know I'm not weak when it comes to um, will. My will to do things is very high. And I know that forgiveness is a very important thing. Chinook Bear says, your Eddie Vedder's hee-hi-ho makes me laugh every time. Just finished your piano stream where you ripped Jim Bob's beard. Fantastic. Yeah, Jim Bob, I believe, has a um, glued-on Velcro beard. Tom Bear says, the ADL shook Kyrie down for 500K. Creep crushing. Love the streams. Never forget our history has been Talmoonized. Yeah, but why, right? I got a 10-page letter from Brisket Bear, a Hasidic Jew, telling me that the Talmud isn't evil. And he did make some good points. It's just super confusing and gravelly. And a lot of it was written by really traumatized people. I'll put it that way. How's that sound? Uh, but yeah, we do it to ourselves. And just me putting my toe into the world of the constructive and the builder, uh, I see so much potential for all of us to not even care about the fucking Talmud or what these demons want to do, to not even know Leonard Cohen exists. And when I say demons, I don't mean Jews. I think the Talmud has opened up a lane for people to become demonic in it. Uh, the oral tradition uh, written down by a bunch of traumatized people. Uh, I don't think people who read the Talmud, it means they're evil. I think there's probably a lot of really good lessons in the Talmud. But the special boy gamma trauma programming of the Talmud, and it's not, Brisket Bear said that I only know this because I heard it from someone who heard someone. No, no, I used to look into this shit. And unless the, the translations are totally wrong, there's some really, really crazy shit in that Talmud now I might not understand the context to which a lot of Jews read the Talmud. It might be like a diary from like fucked up rabbis. But if it's viewed as law at all, there's some real problems in there and how they view Gentiles and how they view other people and how they view their bloodlines and all that. I don't like it at all. But I'm not going to say that people who see truth in it and see like a, a guidebook are bad. Who the hell am I to make that claim? And I know that evil, the faceless God, um, can jump from identity to identity seamlessly. And the, and the Jew identity is just one of many. And if we focus on identity, like, oh, Eastern Orthodox are the good people and the Jews, the bad people, that opens yourself up to tremendous subjugation. You know, I view things as slavery and freedom when it comes to freedom from the material. All right. Valhalla Bear, tip for the masculine stream yesterday, a lot of synchronicity with the traditional dating book I'm about to publish where I discuss how the overly assertive alpha of today is rooted in neediness, fear, and insecurity. You're right. It's just as unattractive to women as gammas. 
Uh, no, nothing's as unattractive as gammas, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Letter coming soon along with a copy of the Stead Pill. I like it, Bell Hall Bear. Jim P says, hello, Owen. When I was born back in the 1980s, I was given the full CVS treatment, clipped, vaxxed, and soy. It's a wonder I didn't catch a case of the pesky SIDS. I now have a daughter of my own who is almost two, and because of your stream, she was not vaccinated. She also loves to drink raw milk and eat lots of good local food. She is thriving. Thanks again. Well, it's because of you, Jim. I influenced you, but um, you did it, and so that's great. Flatlander Bear says, Hey, BB, sending a celebratory tip your way for my best friend, Neil, who is getting married this weekend. He is recent convert to your streams, but has not been verified yet. Back in the day, his nickname was the Bear Proof. Poof. Oh, is he a homo? Based on his stature and affinity for fancy pants, Maybe fitting to bring it back. Much love onward. Well, Flatlander Bear, only the man can ask to be verified. So if uh, it temporarily, if, if soon-to-be Poof Bear wants to be verified, tell him to ask me himself. You know? If it's an issue of money, entropy can go as low, I believe, as a dollar or three dollars. So um, if he's not willing to do that for verification, uh, May I suggest cheap, faggy, gay bear? Thanks for this day, bear, says Big Bear and Cod. Thank you for your consistency and hard work. I look forward to the streams every day, and it helps me work hard and provide for my family. Keep crushing. God bless. Thank you, brother. Crescent Bear says, or Crestmont Bear says, Big Bear, regarding your last stream, you are the best comedian alive. I believe your humbleness is sincere. Yeah, it is. The Lord works in mysterious ways, paying the gay away onward. Thank you, brother. Valhalla says, paying the Tate away for complaining in the chat about unauthorized and odyssey, stream being down before switching to another one. Valhalla says, love the discussion about homeschooling and teaching morals and discernment instead of pushing an opinion. Would be great to get Gardner and Classical Learner together to build a curriculum. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I think that, that does it. Let's see if we're... Uh, Kyrie told the media he's been scrutinized for his religious beliefs, and I think he was talking about Flat Earth and the Bible. Um, I don't know. Well, that 500K to the ADL should go a long way. Uh, let me check on Kyneton here. I work some magic, and we're back on IG. Nice, Kyneton. All right, any final Super Chats, Scott? If not, I'm going to head out, and I'm going to do some productive shit. Uh, Entropy lowest is three. I have 1% J allegedly I would know, says Austin. It's Okay. I'm just, you just can't expect me to verify people off like bit shoot comments, you know? It's not about money. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tipping the piano man is the least you can do. Rockfin Todd, thank you, Todd on Rockfin. And then uh, I guess I'm Irish says, great stream, bro. Very good for the community to hear. Your energy is contagious. Keep it up, my dude. Uh, thanks, man. I'm trying to be less passionate, but I know my energy does get the people going and motivates. Um... So I think that's going to be it for me today. So today, I, I feel good about today. Some last-minute entropies, too. All right, thanks, God. Uh, how to forgive without being a cuck. What's the role of our Jews versus the next level of Jews? Leonard Cohen admits, you know, his hellish worldview. Uh, Ye is a comedian. Uh, the many faces of the demon. The demon with a thousand faces. Um, yeah, and uh, Bertari is going great. If anybody wants to donate, we'll build our own culture. We'll do it live. 
BertariaCampgrounds.com celebrates 460 donors. We've raised $240,000 minus taxes. Obviously, I still have to pay taxes. And uh, we can on November uh, 15th, we're closing on the first 33 acres. But we still have a long way to go. And um, we're going to start sending out emails to donors. So if you donate this week, you'll be on that list. If not, it'll be a few months. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's a big undertaking, though. And... I, if you trust me, I trust you because now I'm in. I'm like contractually in. And so, uh, and we're going to do it. It's going to be awesome, but I don't want to overpromise because we don't know if we can afford our, our first dome. <laughs> we're still making those decisions if we start it now or next year. So, um, but if you go to the website, you'll see what we propose. Trust wins, trust always wins. Yeah. And if I have to down the line, I'll sell Ursa Rio to, uh, to pay to, to see this thing completed. I've thought about that a lot. I don't want to. I'd rather have multiple campgrounds for donors. But the fact, you know, it's I have to f- figure out if I'm being stubborn and people just don't want me there or if I'm being resilient. And I, can't, I don't always know. All right, Castonius Prime says, amazing stream, Owen. This is the halftime speech I didn't know I had to hear. Resentment had piled up within my soul for the lies and have started to take pride in being unvaccinated. But pride is pride and it's always gay. Thanks again, BB. You're the ultimate bard king, sir. God bless. Thank you. Yeah, the pride swelling, I felt it too. And I knew they were going to do it. I knew that they're going to flip the script on the dupes that trust Satan. Uh, Sam says, uh, I hope God sent you the couple sermons on worship, worth-ship, about no idols, sinks are awesome, all praise to Jesus. Um, thank you, Saul. Heavyweight Dancing Bear says, Day 40 had nearly been losing my mind. The last day of what I believe was spiritual baptism, I told this dark entity that I wasn't going to fight it, realized Christ already had won, sanity restored. Yeah, and just... And the last thing I'm going to say is just really look at Christ's teachings and like his advice. You know, once saved, always saved. I'm the special boy. I see a lot of Satanism in that. And you can say I'm not a Christian all you want. That's fine. That's just titles, just identities. The quote unquote Christians that were fed to the lions didn't call themselves Christians. They followed them. They called themselves um, the followers of the path. These are words, guys, and words matter. It's our language. It's what separates. It's one of the things that separates us from animals. But um, you know, I I do. I won't say Satanism because I'm sure there's a lot of innocence in it. Where once saved, always saved. But if you if you really neglect the attempt at following the uncomfortable narrow path, you're more susceptible to manipulation. I'll put it that way. So it doesn't sound it's uh, it doesn't sound like I'm judging you because I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm trying to work on that, of like giving theological advice not coming from like a heightened position. <laughs> but I do think that if you really meditate on it, about what you're actually saying when you say, I know I'm already saved, once saved, always saved, Jesus died for me, he died for my sin, he died so I could sin, I don't see that. And that's okay. But I would just recommend you What if he died to tell you how to be saved? Right? Does that mean that no matter what you do, you're all good? I don't think so. 
All right, guys, unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. BertariCampgrounds.com, EntropyStream.live, slash app, slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Uh, ladle.tv, be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and blow a guy. I'll see you tomorrow.